Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. that recording 58 years one month and two days wow recorded on new year's day in 1962 that's the beatles audition tape for decca that got them turned down by decca <laughs> what was the name of the guy that turned them down i should know this i know this it's don it's dick it's it would have been dick but yes but um the name of the guy that turned down the Beatles. Let me think. It's um, the guy that turned down the Beatles. I'm gonna. It's no, 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 no. I'm thinking of Dick James. Dick James was the music producer. It can't be Don. I'm thinking of Don Powell, who's just been kicked out of Slade. Um, um, um. Have you googled it, Catherine? No, not yet. Don't okay, you go, 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 Google it. Let's start the week as we mean to continue. By the way, my name's Ian Lee. This is the late night alternative weeknights from ten. That's Catherine Boyle. Yeah, hi. She's not just the googling lady. She's also the co-host. And the producer of this show. Imagine! I'm, I'm gonna say that the name of the guy that turned down the Beatles was... I'm gonna say Dick. Uh. He then went on a spree after the Beatles became successful and signed everybody. <laughs> I think he might have signed the Stones. He then went on to sign absolutely everybody. Why are you finding it so hard? Because there's a lot of names here. Was it Mike Smith? No. That's, that's Smitty. Was it Tony Meehan? That was the Decker audition session producer. No! The a month later, rejected the Beatles. Is? Come on! Guys! Don't say, just says Decker. There's a famous guy that turned down the, the Beatles. Hang on, we'll, 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 we'll get there in the end. Let's start the, sh the week as we mean to continue. They we chose Brian Paul and the Tremolos instead. <laughs> Let, from, from Luton, I believe. Let's let's start the week as we mean to continue, Catherine, with confusion. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Hello, Alan. Hiya, Hello. I've got to make. Ian? I've got I've, I've called Nick Abbott. 
Hello? Hello? Is that you, Ian? Yes, are you, who's that? It's Alan. Are you marvellous? Have you had a nice weekend? No, I had a bad weekend. Oh, tell me all about it, come on. It's me, Ian. What did you say? No, it was my first court time calling, but I'll never again. Oh, why? He made fun of my phone. Who made fun of your phone? Tell me. Nick Abbott did. Nick Abbott? Yeah. Oh, don't listen to him. No, no, no. You, you know what you need to do? You need to vote Conservative. Don't listen to Nick Abbott. He's a socialist. Oh, I don't like him. Yeah, I don't like him either. Either. What did you have for your tea? A Brexit pie. What did you have on the side? Did you have some chips and curry? No, I'd Nigel for words on the side. Pardon? I'd Nigel for words on the side. Oh, I like a good large size as well, but don't tell me misses about that because I'm on a diet. What, an Anwidicum diet? Anwidicum? Oh, she's lovely. She is a bloody mill. Well, she, she was an MEP before we got kicked out of the European Parliament. What's your opinion on Brexit, my friend? Well, it's happened anyway. No, but did you think it's a positive thing or a negative? Well, here's the thing. I grew up with Britain being in a federal Europe, so I'm between into the unknown. No, no, it's going to be a nice spiritual adventure where I got ahead. Very prosperous. More jobs, more money, more dollar, you know what I mean? I'm not big enough to three by three pound. Three pounds? I want a bloody fiver. We're bringing the license fee up to £157.50 in April. What, I don't like a bad? No, the TV license. Oh, TV license, oh, don't pay that. You get a laptop, Wi-Fi, marvellous. You know what I mean? But you still need a TV license to view programs on BBC iPlayer. Are you good with the internet? No, I'm no good with Tinterweb. Oh, no. What phone have you got, did you say, young sir? A Nokia 3210. Oh, that's, a, that's a brick. That's not a phone. I've got, you can build houses out of them. I've got it about 20 years on and it still works. What network are you with? BT Soundnet. What's that, young sir? It was a 4-1 at 02. Oh, right, nice, nice. And what type of music do you like? Well, I like the Beatles because I know who that A&R man was from Decca. Oh, nice, yes. And do you like the John Lennon? Well, have you heard about Julian getting cancer? Who? John's son, Julian. He's got brain cancer. Oh, no, no. How old is he? He's still alive, but he's having to go through surgery at the moment. Oh, just imagine. Imagine other people. Well, salt water wells in my eyes. Imagine it's no heaven or hell. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. A lot to clear up there. Um, the name of the A and R man, and thank you everybody who was telling me it was Dick Rowe. Dick Rowe. Imagine that. <laughs> no, imagine. Uh, uh, also, prosperitous and neckwort <laughs> are not n words. Um, Julian Lennon has not got brain cancer. <laughs> He's not got brain cancer. He um, posted, uh, I saw this post today actually, um, 
He had a birthmark on his head, and he was at the doctor's recently, and the doctor was just checking something. He went, oh, that birthmark's grown. I suggest you get that checked. He checked it. It did turn out that it was cancerous, had it removed from the top of his head. So right, it wasn't so brain cancer. not can- in his brain. It's not brain cancer. It's close to his brain, but it's on the other side of the skull. So it's not brain cancer. Was there anything else in there I had to fact check? Can we just go back over prosperitus <laughs> and neckwort? <laughs> what neckwort are you on? I remember my first mobile phone number. I remembered it yesterday. Oh, yeah. 04411 <laughs> That's a great number. But 04411 How kind of number is that? We're going to dial it now. Let's just see. Let's just see what happens, guys. Oh, double four. Probably should have checked this before we did it, just in case. Imagine if I answer. 262-271. Would it be 90s you? It would be. I'm going to tell me I've got some... Ah... Uh... There we go. That's my f- old phone number. If you want my old phone number, guys, 04411 is the I remember phone my old phone number from when I was um, nine. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> 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 oh, God. I'm having so much fun, and we're only 11 minutes into the week. A lot to talk about. Ben is on the line. Good evening, Ben. Hello. Hello, Ben. Can you hear me? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Thanks for Go on. <laughs> so, the reason we started off playing the Beatles Decca auditions because who was playing drums in that? Peter Best. Peter Bester. And at the weekend, I sat at the computer at the weekend, right? And someone retweeted something very, very funny, right? I thought it was funny. From the official Beatles Twitter account, there was a tweet over the weekend How did you get into the Beatles, right? How did you get into the Beatles? And Pete Best, the original drummer with the Beatles, retweeted it with, Paul phoned me up and asked me to join the band. That's how I got into the Beatles. That's a great line! And and as I do often, if I see a funny little post or a new follower or something, I'll click on their bio and read their bio, maybe look at some of their tweets, and then maybe I'll look at who they're... You little rabbit hole. You thought, oh, who's this Pete Best then? (laughs) I thought, oh, Pete Best, I'll have a look. I'll, I'll click on him. He's only got about 11,000 followers on Twitter, which I thought was incredible. Has he got a blue tick? Um, I think he has got he a blue tick. Uh, well, just because you don't have a blue tick. <laughs> he ain't got a blue tick. Beatles, yes. Beatles Pete Best, 11.7 thousand followers. I'm following him. He hasn't got a blue tick, right? Me, Pete Best, Jeff Goldblum. So, um, and then I saw he had a post up. Best Fest. 12 Mersey Beat. And the Beatles on Saturday the 29th of August at the Casbar Coffee Club. Now, Beatles fans will know what this is. But the Casbar was a coffee shop that was owned by Pete Best's mum that the Beatles played in when they were rubbish, before they got to Germany, before they got the cavern. And I think the Beatles decorated it as well. They, for, for like, um, so they could use it as a rehearsal space. They decorated it. Featuring the Pete Best band, original drummer from the Beatles, the Quarrymen which was John Lennon's band before the Beatles. When they were little boys, yeah. The Mersey Beats. Details and only 85 tickets remaining. So it's a tiny little place. I don't know how many it holds. And so I clicked on that and I thought, well, let's have a, let's have a little look at this. And here's the thing. I'm a huge Beatles fan. So I, I may have mentioned it once or twice. I'm a huge Monkeys fan. I have gone to America more times to do Monkeys-related things. Monkey business. Monkey business. Thank you. And it wasn't, some of it was monkey business, if I'm completely honest. But that's, that's history now. 
I've never, apart from um, going to um, Apple where the, or the Savile Row office to look up at where the Beatles did the gig 52 years ago, I believe a couple of days ago, or 51 years ago, I have never done a Beatles Liverpool Liddy Pool. Liddy Pool. Are you saying? Liddy Pool. I'm saying Liddy Pool. Why? Because that's what they do. Do they? Mm, yeah, they say Liddy Pool. Hello, Liddy Pool. Um, Let's find a scouser. Hang on, hang on a second. We're going to find a scouser saying Liddy Pool. There we go. I've never heard that. Um, I know they rep- refer to it some- sometimes as the pool. Liddy Pool. No. Uh, well, you, you Google it. There's loads of stuff. There's loads Go of on. stuff. Well, Give I us an example. Okay. Give me a for okay. instance. Okay, let's see what this is. Hang on. This is an advert for a telephone. This isn't going to... Uh, or a teddy phone, as they say in Liverpool. We're, we're going to start the tea... <laughs> they say, okay, you're going to be proved so wrong. Here we go. We're gonna, we'll start the show in a minute. This Please. is going to be one hell of a week. This is this is Brexit. This is Brexit is what it's done. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. One. Two. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven nope, o'clock, eight the, o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock. I don't have to stop it. That's that awful guy. Um, Bilele. Here we go, here we go. Now. Right, this is the Dingle, heart of Liverpool. Okay. And this is where Ringo was born, where he grew up. And this is where I grew up as well. Say if it. Look over to that house up there. Okay. That's where I lived from 1969 until I got married in 1987. Say where you are. And where we are standing now, if we look up this way, Say this is wh- Madrin Street. Oh, he talks about it in this his This is songs. where Ringo was born. He was born on this street. So that's how close. Say the solo album, Sentimental Journey. The cover is actually... I'm going to find someone saying it. That's tonight's show, everyone. I'm going to find somebody saying Liddy Pool. <laughs> here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go. Could be some time, guys. We'll do Brexit in a minute. Now, what's come to be known as a bumper bundle? We've had more cars than we can count asking for this next one from the Beatles. I'll uh, just hand them round, then we'll all read one each. Okay, fella? Yeah, yeah. Right. Thank you. What does yours say, George? Uh, this is for Irene and Sandra Lennon, brackets, no relation to John, brackets. <laughs> and also for our Irene. Okay. He, uh, what, I'm, what, what I'm not going to do, Catherine, is I'm not going to bow down. <laughs> Don't bully me. I know that bullying in the workplace is very fashionable. I know that it's very, very popular in this building. It will not be happening to me. You will not bully me. I will not find someone saying Liddy Paul. I get no, one you the... won't. I, we can agree on that. No, but they do. Anyway, so here's the thing. I've never done a Beatles experience, right? So, Saturday the 29th of August, you and me, Catherine, we're going to go to Liddy Pool. It's a thing! And we're going to go and see the Pete Best Band. I thought, well, that's a long way to go for a gig. Yeah. So Sunday, we are going to see John Lennon's house, baby house, and Paul McCartney's baby house. We're going to go to their baby houses and see them. Great. And probably go up on Friday and do like a radio show or something from there. We're going to do a radio show from Liddypool celebrating them Beatles. How, how's about that? No, that's Jimmy Savile. Um, hey, how's about that then? How's about that then? Please don't do the accent while we're there. How's about that then? Mm-hmm. Hey, scram. Scram? Scram. What are you saying? Go on, scram. How's about that then? That's ice, that's fab. That's gear. 
That's, that's poker. A poker pies. Oh, my God. So that's what's going to happen. So <laughs> August, we're going to be doing the show live from Liddypool uh, in the north of England. Mm. That's why we play Pete Best. Oh, we'll get Pete Best on the show. I mean, I don't know how, but why not? And this is, what, this is what it's all about. This is what tonight's show is all about, right? This is what tonight is about. It's about living. It's about grabbing life by the balls and oh. twisting and pulling and caressing and br- blowing on them. It's about celebrating the fact that we are alive and we may not be here for much longer. Um, so, I'm just going to do stuff that I want to do. Uh-oh. I'm going to become a hedonist. Oh, no, not a hedonist. But just, I, well, I haven't, I'm going to go to Liddypool and, and, and see and the Beatles. the Beatles. See the Beatles. Oh, they do, though, don't they? Oh, they do, though, don't they? Oops, Charlie, Charlie, oops, Charlie, oops, Charlie, Charlie. You know that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, we're going we're gonna to play some ads. I'm going to have a little pep talk with Catherine during the ads. Because I don't feel I'm getting the support that I need to carry this show through. 03444991000, this is Talk Radio. Catherine. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Now, not in any way casting aspersions on the terrorist attack at the weekend. That was a big story. Yeah. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. No, no, no. I'm not going to do a, I'm not doing a joke. Kath looked at me going, please don't, Ian. I mean, we came yay close to being sat before Christmas. I'm not doing a thing. Obviously, that's dominating the stories. I found a story today which is, is important in a different way. I found a story today that's tiny... And I think this should be front page news. Go on. I'm not doing. A, I'm not even doing a joke. Yeah. No. It's on page 17 of the Star, and I've not seen it in any other papers, right? Because I bet this. I, I one. I'm going to choose my language very carefully. One could imagine that this might just be the tip of the iceberg. Page 17 of the Star, and I'll say it, and you'll go, ooh. Everyone will agree this should be front-page news, right? An actress has claimed that veteran rocker Sir Mick Jagger slept with her when she was only 15. In it. In it. In it. Now, 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 now. When Prince Andrew, Andrew Wales, is wanting to be questioned about whether or not he engaged in sex with a 17-year-old. I know it's hard to play com- com- comparisons here. Mm-hmm. But, but, so, this is, so indulge me slightly. And, and, you know, we all know that he hung out with, uh, with a child rapist. And he's wanting, the FBI want to, to question him about possibly did he or did he not have sex with a 17-year-old who was being... Trafficked. Trafficked. That was the word. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And of course that should be investigated, and of course you should go and talk to the FBI. Of course. You, you can't really play top trumps with this. I'm, I'm, I'm fudging it a little bit. An actress saying that Mick Jagger slept with her when she was only 15 is like, that's the, that's the size, that's the story there. It's nothing. It's nothing. Now, also, let's look at underneath it. She tells of hot fling. Yeah. Raunchy moves, Ray, with, with, with Mick in video. Now, if this is true, right... First of all, I read it and went, oh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. But secondly, that's, 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 oh, yeah, well, Mick Jagger, it's Mick Jagger. Oh, it's just, it's the Stones, though. It's Mick, 
come on, it's Mick Jagger. I mean, what do you expect? I don't expect him to be raping children. And that's what it is. At 15, because you can't give consent. So it is, well, I believe they call it in the States statutory rape. rape, which is where even if a 15-year-old says, yes, I want to have sex with you... They're too young to give consent. They cannot give consent. Now, this is just her account, I have to say, for legal reasons. This is just her account. There is no statement from Mick Jagger on this in this story. We read on. But Ray, uh, uh, an actress has claimed that veteran rocker Sir Mick Jagger slept with her when she was only 15. But Ray Dawn Chong, now 58, said the flamboyant Rolling Stones frontman did not know her age. Well, that's not... I mean, that would be brought up in a court of law. But that's not a get-out-of-jail-free card, is it? Well, I didn't know she was 15. Uh, it could be brought in... A good lawyer could argue. good lawyer could argue. But still, still not... I didn't know it was illegal to murder in this country. Yeah. Ray, who was wed three times, irrelevant, said it wasn't a hashtag me too moment. And she enjoyed a two-day fling in 1977 with the singer. A two-day fling. I know. It's Isn't the language interesting yeah. and wrong? Who was then aged 33. <sighs> Jeff. That's Jeff, isn't it? Okay, let's, let's bump up the ages a bit. So he's 33, she's 18. I mean, it makes me uncomfortable, but fine. Take that down to 17, 16. That's, that's very... 15, I mean, it's, it's not great, is it? If what she's saying is true. Uh, Two-day fling in 1977 with the singer who was then aged 33 and still married to his first wife, Bianca. The film star, who later appeared in the video for Jagger's 1985 single Just Another Night, said he was adorable and she got to experience being a groupie. She said, I was... And this is... Mm, okay. She said, I was only 15, but it was my body, my choice, my decision. He never asked me how old I was, and I never told him. It never came up. I, 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 there's so much wrong in that sentence, I don't want to demean her words and her story and her experience. But a 15-year-old can't give consent. No. I'm listening to Pamela Day Barr's um, memoirs at the moment on Audible. Famous groupie. But, actually, I suspect there was... I've not read the book. I have it. I haven't read it. I, uh, something I would have laughed at 20 years ago. I suspect, actually, there's a lot of abuse in there. And, there's and a lot of... Um, Young teenagers stroke preteens in well, not a lot of young preteens, but there was there at least one very dodgy incident involving a preteen. Her and a, I think, if I remember rightly, nine year old boy that a pop star encouraged her to kiss and roll around in the hay with. I mean, it's dodgy. and I'm uncomfortable because it's a pop star that I've worked with. Yeah. It's a pop star I've worked with. We can say it. It's Boyce and Hart. It's mentioned in the book. The songwriters wrote the Monkey's theme tune. I've worked yeah. with Bobby Hart. Um, they got them to ride a horse. According to this book. This is funny. I was hesitant to say that. Yeah. Because I've worked with him. Yeah. Well, exactly. Isn't it? Isn't it? According to this book, she was encouraged, and I think she was late teens, to ride a horse naked with this kid on the back. Was he nine? You said 11 when you told me the story previously. I... I, I Either way, I mean, it's... He's under, well under teenage. Yes. Ewan and Shirley, stay there, I'll come to you in a second. And then they were told to get off the horse and kiss, and she was told to teach him how to kiss. 
it was told in such a kind of, oh, well, you know, such a spacey, innocent thing. Nah, that's a child. It's a child. She said, I was only 15, but it was my body, my choice, my decision. He never asked me how old I was, and I never told him. It never came up. I remember thinking he was really cute. He had tousled hair. I thought, oh, man, he is beautiful. Ray, best known for her role in 1985 film Commando, added, he grabbed my hand and we jumped in his limo and went straight to a recording studio. The stones were there. I was in the background. I remember being in there for hours and hours. Then I slept over at his apartment. I knew what I was doing. I was experimenting with Mick. I was having fun. She said that she wanted to speak out and own the story after accidentally blurting out about their fling in a podcast. <laughs> after accidentally. So, yeah, I had sex with Mick Jagger and I was 15. Oh, what have I said? No, what that feels like to me is that it's a story she's been telling for years and she didn't. So Mick has declined to comment on the claims. Right, it's a claim, it's a claim. And, and, and unfortunately, in the last couple of years, we've, had, we've learned, we've all learned as a nation to be a little bit more questioning of claims than perhaps we were a, 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 a few years previous to that. But flipping heck, man. Flipping heck. You, you know, there is a famous story of, the, the, of um, Jimmy Page um, drugging and kidnapping uh, a 14-year-old girl and taking her across state lines in, in the United States. These, th these things happen and we know that they happened, right? Gary, one of the arguments for Gary Glitter, and, and it's it so, it such a minefield, okay, and I know I'm just, I'm just stomping in there with my steel toe cap boots and, and I'm kind of brushing over differences. Before Glitter was found guilty of raping 12-year-old girls and under, and I'm really sorry, what a horrible way to start the week. We'll get back to the fun in a minute, trust me. I think one of the earlier allegations was 15. And the argument was, well, the reason they're going for me, Gary Glitter, is because I'm a, I'm a joke. They're not going for the, you know, if, if you're David Bowie or Mick Jagger or Jimmy Page, you're cool. Yeah, so if you're dispensable, you're cool. if you're dispensable, you, get, you take the flack for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, 11 years old, the boy, in this story. Thank you. Um, I'm having a couple of people on Twitter say that Catherine's mic is quiet. I don't know if that's, if that's the case, Simsy, or maybe... Simsy, if you're winding me up, I'm going to come and destroy you. Um, this should be like a... This, this, is, this is thrown away page 17 of the star. It's like takes up a third of the page. Uh, and two, two pictures are of this woman looking sexy. <laughs> you know, that's how this is story it's is spun. presented. Actress Ray tells of hot fling with rocker. Well, surely, no. It should be act, uh, um, actress uh, alleges or suggests or says that she was raped by Mick Jagger. That should be... That's the, that's the story. And that's the problem. That's the problem with a lot of this, right? Is the... And also, um, Jonathan King was found guilty of having sex with boys of 14 and 15. And he, he said, well, if it had been me with the girls, it would be different. Actually, probably would. Doesn't in any way justify what he did. That's still criminal. It's still abhorrent being one of the, not one of the 14-year-old boys of Jonathan King, but still being a 14-year-old boy who was involved in situations like that. It's still abhorrent. It's still abuse. But actually, yeah. But also, stories like this and the way it's being told have an impact on kids like that. Yeah. Because it takes a long time for some people to recognise that what happened to them was a power imbalance and that it was abuse. Uh, we're going to take a break. I am getting a lot of people saying that Kath's mic is very quiet. So I don't know if we can boost the... Is it the wrong way around? I don't know. Right? I don't know. It, let me, I mean, I've got people on Twitter just talking to it. 
Hello, hello, one, two. I mean, it sounds fine to me. I don't know if, but maybe what, but maybe what we can do is I can get my bell out and I can ring it every time Kathy's about to speak and you can turn your radios up. I don't know if that would work. Um, or I can um, put my face right next to the microphone. Al says the age of consent in France is 15, 14 in Germany. I thought they had, had changed it all to 16. It used to be 13 in Spain. So what, Al? Also, so what? So what? I mean, are you saying... I, I don't quite get what you're saying now. Um, but I thought they, that when, when the EU kind of kicked in, that they, it had to be regulated to 16. I thought that was the case. This is a heavy start to the week. Ages of consent, according to Wikipedia, yes. uh, are currently set between 14 and 18. The vast majority of countries set their ages in the range of 14 to 16. Only three, Cyprus, Ireland and Turkey, do not fit this pattern. 17, 17, okay, 18, Okay, so Ali's saying that it's okay to have sex with a 15-year-old. Only if they're French. In France. I'm Actually, no, there's 15, then brackets 18. What does that mean? Oh. Is that if it's teenagers together? There was a, there was a story about this recently, yes. wasn't there? Uh, Al, unlucky, mate. You might want to, um, you, you might want to come back from France. Hang on. It's got to be 18 if you're over a certain age, I think. I think it has. Let me just check. But also, why would you, I mean, I don't get the point, Al. You're, yeah. so you, you're saying that it's okay to have sex with a 15-year-old. I would very, very strongly disagree. Very, very strongly. Let's take a quick break. We can get that caller back that we had and we'll go to her and we'll go to you. And 0344 499 1000, this is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Right, everybody who says that Kathy's quiet, Simsy and um, Paul, what are you listening on, please? What are you listening oh. on? Go Why, on. do you think I'm being censored on some outlets? Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh. I do, in the same way that Boris Johnson won't allow certain newspapers to his press conferences, certain um, streaming formats will not broadcast your annoying voice. <gasps> Shirley! Oh, hi, hi. Oh, sorry, there's an echo... There's an echo on the phone. Um, can you still hear it? I can hear you absolutely fine, Shirley. Hang on, let me just try it. Let me just try and move you. Sometimes this fixes it. Sometimes this doesn't fix it. So I'm going to sw switch you over to that line. Oh, man, what's going on with the phones today? Um, is that any better? Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's, it's not you. It's still echoey. I think the government's listening to this phone. Well, as long as I someone's listening. I didn't phone up to tell you that, um, no. but, but just to say, they are listening. I'll tell you quickly, because it's getting on my nerves, um, the uh -oh. person um, who's listening at the other end. Um, the BBC, were, I'll tell you quickly, the BBC were having a conference in Spain or wherever it was on the weather, you know, this weather thing, and the weather's bad. And here in Birmingham, if you go outside, We've the government's shameless. You can see the drones spraying chemicals. We so have spoken before, Shirley, of course. You <laughs> think that the government are controlling the weather via drones. Well, in, in Birmingham has been declared a European Union experimental weather changing area. Where so is that? So I can look that up. Oh, oh I, I don't know the publication. I saw no. it in. But you can just physically go outside and they're shameless. Absolutely shame. So when the BBC said, oh, we're holding the conference, you know, Spain and this is a climate change thing, I phoned them up and I said, oh, well, just don't bother. Open your eyes. 
in this area anyway. I don't know, Shirley, I'm going to put my cards on the table. I don't know how to handle, uh, uh, I don't know how to deal with this phone call. Five years ago, ten years ago, we'd have had a right old laugh now. We'd have had a right old laugh and we'd all be snickering um, behind our hands. But now I'm 46, what I'm hearing is, is, um, is paranoia and mental illness of the highest extreme because what you're saying and why would you believe me but what you're saying is simply not true well that that well okay that that's fine so they are they are listening that's they're not what makes you think the government are listening to you well, on the, whenever I make a phone call, it doesn't matter who I phone, I can hear them on the other end. This is part of this um, echo. It, it, I know it sounds like mental illness, and, and that's fair it, enough. It sounds like paranoia, because I can assure you, I can assure you, yeah. it is simply not true. But the drones are not true. The you- drones are not true. I, I know Birmingham very, very well. The drones well, are not... The drones are... Yeah, that's okay, that's okay. But let me tell you about the a- age of consent. Um, oh, God. I mean, I mean, I, I don't... <laughs> I don't... Oh, Shirley! I don't know if I want to hear about that from you because you're, you're, you've you been... You're, you're, you're factually way off the mark on two really, really important things. And so I, I've instantly discredited anything else that comes out of your mouth. Yeah, and I don't mean... No, let me just say that years ago, you left school before 16. Yes. That's probably why the age of consent was lower. Do, do, do you see what I mean? Because the age of consent tended to be pegged when you left school. Okay. So, so the age of... Well, we're kind, yeah, of, we're kind of guessing it. I don't know. I mean, it was very common in Victorian times to have sex with 11-year-olds. I mean, so I don't, I don't know... I it was right. I'm saying this is probably no. why the pattern developed. Because... No. If, if you look at Bill Wyman, he had sex with a younger girl. Was she called Mandy Smith? And well, he would. I, now I have to listen. Listen, I have to say he he would claim yeah. that they didn't have sex, but they certainly had. Uh, they certainly he certainly went out with her when she was, I think, thirteen. They were very very close. He would claim they didn't have sex until she was that's of, of consent. Well, well, that's fine. But she's written a book, and you can Google this called "Abused" by Mandy Smith, and okay. put her story. I would like but to I read do, that. But I, I do think that. Um, people had sex below 16 because it was pegged more to the age you left school. So I don't really know. I don't. I don't really know what to do with that information. But thank you. Oh, I'm not saying it's right. No, no, no. I know you're not. You know. I, I know you're not. You know. So now we leave school at 16, the age of consent is 16. Well, I think it's been 16, I don't know when it became 16 in this country, because, Kath, when was the age of consent in the UK uh, changed to 16, and what was it before that, if you can find it? Because I, I remember, well, I don't remember, my, my dad left school when he was 14. Yeah, my mum did. But, yeah. I don't, this, but this, yeah, this doesn't actually add anything to the conversation. This, this doesn't take us anywhere. No, I'm saying that's why yes? you, you, you had this pattern of blokes going with younger girls, and especially okay. pop stars, because back in time, um, there, there's loads of stories okay. that going with younger girls. All right, all right. Shall not it? right. No, not, not right. right. Wrong. The age of consent, as decided in 1885, remains essentially in place for girls at 16 years, despite its lack of relevance to contemporary concerns such as child sex abuse and teenage pregnancy. Shirley, thank you very much indeed. Oh, um, I found out about France. They haven't got any age of consent at the moment. Four nine nine one thousand. 
they, they don't, but they have some. They have something because there was a case recently of, a, of like a man in his forties having sex yeah. with a. And they were looking to move it as a result and have fifteen as the age of consent. Right. But I found this, um, the Independent. What a from start to the week, guys, huh? May twenty eighteen. Yeah. France has stopped short of setting a legal age of sexual consent following a heated debate in the National Assembly. While the lower house voted on a bill to toughen laws on the rape of children, lawmakers voted against setting at fifteen the minimum age at which a minor cannot consent to a sexual relationship with an adult. Um, as a result, there is still no law re- establishing a legal age of sexual consent in France. Insane. I mean, that's insane. The bill makes sex between an adult and a minor under 15 illegal, but accepts the possibility that a minor is capable of consenting to sex. Oy. Ewan! Hi. Hey, Ewan, how you doing, man? Hi, Ian. Hi, Ka. Hey. Is this Ewan, Ewan? Yeah. Yes, my friend, it's our friend Ewan, Ewan. Yeah. How's things going, man? Um, uh, uh, things haven't been going too great. Talk to me, man. Tell me what's going on. I mean, I kind of know a little bit because we've been texting each other, but you, I, I will not share anything that we have spoken about. You decide how much or how little you want to share. No, uh, yeah, uh, basically, uh, the last, uh, uh, few days I've been, uh, drinking pretty heavily and, uh, not feeling great, to be honest. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, 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 I just wanted to reach out. I really appreciate you being honest with me. As I said in the text, when you told me that you, you, you'd been drinking the other day, you weren't able to stop. Yeah, I, I, I felt kind of locked into mm. the drinking again. Yeah. Like, so you thought you'd have another drink because you were full yeah. of shame about drinking. So you might as well have. You might as well go out in style. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I got it, man. How long were you sober for? Before you picked up a drink again, um, uh, well, uh, when we spoke, I was uh, nine months sober. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm quite confused at the moment. I know you are, of course you are. But, but, but when, so when we spoke the first, for those who don't remember, you and phoned up a few weeks ago, struggling with booze, and I gave him my phone number, and, and, and we've been WhatsApping each other on and off for the past few weeks. Do you remember from that night until you'd started drinking at the weekend, how long was that, three weeks? Yeah. Something like that, wasn't it? About three weeks. Yeah. Of being sober. Yeah. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I'm not, I hope that doesn't sound patronising, because that's genuinely... Brilliant. That's an amazing achievement. So two amazing things I'm getting from this phone call. One is, you had three weeks sober. And from what I could tell from what you were telling me, you were actually enjoying it. Um, and you texted me at the weekend, and you're phoning me up now to say that you've had a drink. Instead of sitting on it for a week, for a month, and lying, or just going quiet or just disappearing or doing whatever you might have done in the past you've grasped yourself up that fills me with pride and with hope and with love means you're going in the right direction my friend um 
that. You're going in the right direction. You told me. You're telling Catherine. Mm -hmm. You're telling the listeners. You told us. That's incredible. Yeah. Now, now just stop drinking again and start, start again. Start being sober again. That's all you've got to do. All you've got to do is stop drinking and not drink tomorrow. You had a drink today, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I bumped into someone that, uh, um, uh, from AA, um, uh -oh. earlier today, and, um, and I just told her, um, yeah, I've been drinking Brilliant. the weekend, and, and she hugged me, and, that's it, and uh, she was someone that, uh, in my first meeting, she uh, she re uh, reached out to me and uh, put her hand on me and said, "That's great that you did that," uh, because I I shared uh, that day. Isn't it funny? When um, I relapsed, I was so ashamed. And the thought of telling people that, oh, God, after 13 years, I've, 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 I've done drugs. And no one laughed. No one went, oh, Jesus. All I got was hugs. All I got was hugs. All I got was welcome back. Thanks for telling us. Here's my phone number. You got this, man. It's all I got. It's all I got. And it took me three months of using and, 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 and in the end, I was swamped with love that I couldn't pick up anymore. Here's the thing, Ewan, right? I love you. I don't know you, but I love you. Okay? I love the fact that you've told me and Catherine and the listeners tonight what you've done. You must do everything you can to avoid getting swallowed up in the shame and the self-loathing. Because that's what will cause you to have another drink. Okay? You have nothing to be ashamed of. And you are a good man and I love you. All you've got to do, is my suggestion, is go to bed now, yeah. get to a meeting tomorrow. Don't have a drink tomorrow. Do not have a drink tomorrow. That's all you've got to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, no, uh, that's uh, exactly what I'm planning to do. I, I just, I, I'm sorry for phoning up. You have nothing to apologise for. Absolutely. I know why you're saying that, but you have absolutely nothing to apologise for at all, right? At all. If I didn't want you on air talking about this, I'd tell Amy not to put you on, right? And I haven't done that, and I won't do that ever, right? So you have nothing to apologise for. Because also, what you're doing is you're helping me stay sober by sharing this with me. You're helping m remind me how powerful and cunning and baffling this disease is. You're helping other people listening to this um, be aware of whether they're alcoholics or not, how, how insidious this disease is. You're helping a lot of people by sharing this in a public forum. Have you got any more booze in the house? And be honest with me. I, I, I think I have about um, a quarter of a... Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I, I, I started, um, uh, what is it, vodka, um, beer, wine, vodka. vodka. So you've got about half a bottle of vodka. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a bit more than that. Do me a favour, pour it away. 
I'm not going to make you do it on the phone, because I, I know that's not great. Pour it away. You don't need that tonight, man. Just do it. As soon as this phone call's finished, without even thinking... That's all right. Don't worry. I've got a little dumb button for... for I, we can allow an emotional effort when you're like this. Go on, what were you going to say without the F-bomb? I, I'm pouring it away right now. I can hear it. I, oh, I love you, man. I love you, man. I love you, Ewan. You are so brave. Jesus, you're brave. What an inspiration to me. Um, that bit poured away and, uh... Go to bed. Go and have some water. Go and have a bath or a shower or whatever it is you need to do to freshen up a little bit. Go to bed. We start again tomorrow. We start again tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be great. I mean, you're going to feel it a bit. But tomorrow's going to be great. Is there a meeting on a Tuesday you can get to? Yeah. Yes, man. Then do it. Here's the thing. <laughs> hey, come on, man. You got this. We got this. I love you, Ewan. Um, uh, uh, thank you. I love you. I'm not, I'm not judging you. Catherine's not judging you. Absolutely not. Catherine has seen me in this state. Catherine has seen me in the state you're in. And I hated myself, man. I hated myself. I thought, I can never get this. I'm never going to get clean again. I'm never going to be able to get rid of this. I've had Catherine on the phone telling me to put cocaine down the toilet. I, I, so we get it, man. But you can do this. Uh, next month, I'm two years clean and sober again. Yeah, uh, uh, congratulations. Thank man. you. I've not made it yet. I've not made it yet. And it might all go wrong tomorrow. It won't go wrong today. I'm not having a drug or a drink tonight. It might go wrong tomorrow, but I'm going to face tomorrow when I wake up. Right? It's all we can do. You've got this, man. I've, been, I've so enjoyed your WhatsApp messages. Because I write these little... Hey man, hope everything's okay. And you write me these really lovely, long, beautiful, detailed accounts of what's going on. And I love it. It's a joy. Every time your name pops up, it's a joy. You know, I, 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 I was worried about that because, mm. um, frankly, well, uh, you know, it, it really moved me, uh, uh, our, our call uh, a few weeks ago. And, um, and I, I, I just thought, no, Ian, don't, uh, don't give your, uh, your, uh, I don't, I don't give the number to anybody. Yeah. I've got friends who don't have my phone number because I'm so protective yeah. of it. It, but it, it, it really moved me, uh, to get into AA. Um, that's what moved me to, to get into AA, and I... And you felt that AA was making a difference, right? Yeah. Good, yeah. good. Go back tomorrow, start again tomorrow, and, and, and tell them, and tell them, and tell them. We can't do this unless we're 100% honest. And honesty is a really tough thing for addicts and alcoholics because our whole life is centered on lies and deception and, and isolation and privacy, right? So you have to go in there and you have to tell them, you have to tell them what you've, what you've just told me. And tomorrow is day one. Yeah. You've got this, man. Okay. I know you have. Would you mind if... Um, what am I doing tomorrow? I've got a meeting, I've got a meeting tomorrow, half twelve till half one. Would you mind if I gave you a call on the way back from my meeting, maybe about quarter to two or something? Oh, I... 
you don't um you don't have to do that. No, I know I don't. I know I don't, but it helps me. This is what this is what it took me a long time to learn. And you by the way, you don't have to answer it. You don't have to answer it if you can't or you don't want to, it's cool. But by me phoning you up, it's not completely altruistic. It helps me. Jesus. Would you mind I, if I made that phone call with the proviso that you don't have to answer it if you don't want to? You know, yeah. Um, this is like... Uh, sorry. Uh, it, it, it's just a bit deja vu. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It happens. And we might have a... But, but, yeah. Deja vu, it happens. It's a very repetitive lifestyle, that of, of the alcoholic. It's repetitive <laughs> and it's dull and it's killing us. Um, yeah. And, and, I, and um, you're inspiring me, Ewan, and I mean it. I love you. You poured that away. I'm blown away by that. Get yourself clean. I mean, physically clean as having a wash or whatever it is you need to do just to kind of freshen up and get rid of that kind of fug of booze. Get to bed. Yeah. If you can't sleep, then then put a, put a movie on or something. But just not Goodfellas or anything like that. Just but 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 just do something. <laughs> Goodfellas is a terrible. I, I, I tried to watch that when I first was getting clean. Jesus. But do 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 whatever is healthy for you. I don't know. Maybe it's going for a walk at midnight. I don't know. But just no, look I, after yourself. All you've got to do yeah, is get to I, sleep tonight. Tomorrow you start again. No. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I I don't have any booze now, and um, thank you. No, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. We'll speak tomorrow, possibly. I I will certainly call you. I will not be offended if you don't answer the phone. Okay. I promise you. All right. Uh, you and Kat, uh, take care. Thank you, man. So much. Thanks Get some you. sleep, you and we'll speak later. Take care, brother. All right. Bye bye. bye. What a nice guy. What brave guy sharing that, man. Imagine finding up and sharing that. That takes balls. But also, like you say, it gives, gives us hope because he didn't have to dob himself in. Of course not. That shows that part of him is fighting back. I was so proud when he sent me a, 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 a tweet the weekend. It was Saturday. Oh, I've drunk. I'm really sorry. I was disappointedly drunk. Of course I was. But I was prouder and more pleased that he told me. Here's the thing, right? Like with what happened with you. Disappointed and frightened for you. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm disappointed for him. Yeah. But I also know that, you know, you, you have to, it's work. It is work. And, you know, sometimes you have to fall down to propel yourself forward again. And also, I've seen, I've seen the messages he sent me in the last three weeks when he's sober. He's, in the, he's going the right way. He's going the right way. Um, he's going the right way. And also, me, me, me phoning him up is, is, isn't altruistic. It, it, it helps me. Helps remind me why I'm doing this. That honesty as well, grassing yourself up, can make the difference between a blip and a relapse. Yeah, yeah. He's a good man, Ewan, and he's got it. He's got it. He's got it now, pouring that drink away. Yeah, but you know what that does, and you know what that does, it stops it calling to you. Of course it does. You, you made me throw cocaine away, and I'm like... I know. <laughs> I don't want to throw it away! I don't want to throw it away! But it's you the sent right me a do. picture of it down the toilet. You did it. Um... Thank you for that. I never. I don't think I ever. Or maybe I did. Thank you for. It. Don't I don't matter. know. But thank you for that. Thank you, you for that. You would do it for me. Um, I would. Of course, I would. Um, thank you, Ewan. I love you, man. And um, you got this. You got this. And if anybody can, can we get the number for AA? If anybody is struggling with booze, 
AA, I got clean in, in Narcotics Anonymous because cocaine was my problem. We talk about this a lot. I know some of you might be bored. Tough. Tough. Um, uh, but I, 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 I'm, I'm just going pretty much, I went to NA tonight, but I'm going to AA a lot at the moment. And if you've got a problem or you think you've got a problem or maybe one of your mates has got a problem, the number for AA is? It's a free national helpline, 0800 917 7650. Do it again. 0800 917-7650. Oh, just Google it, you lushes! For crying out loud, Google it! Um, give them a call. It, 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 the phone is, is manned by alcoholics. You know, it's not counsellors, it's not paid people, it's, it's alcoholics. It's alcoholics that, 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 that answer the phone, so they will know. It's anonymous, give them a fake number, a fake name, whatever. Do whatever you want, but phone them up. Ewan, thank you, thank you, thank you. Right, the show continues. That was a good, that was a, uh, a grown-up first hour. We need to, we need to... Dick around a bit in the next hour, I think. <laughs> we need to we need to have some nonsense. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can call in about absolutely anything you want. Amy, thank you so much for putting those two ads together. We got a little we missed an ad break there, but she's quick enough to just go skip this ad and we'll put it all together. So thank you for that. Um another two hours of this though. Uh, we can do nonsense now. We can do nonsense or we can do heavy stuff. It's up to you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This dear listener is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. should have the Harry Krishna chant in them. More songs should have the Harry Krishna chant. When, of course, Ringo recorded it, he dropped the Harry Krishna chant. I mean, I don't know.
done that. I just saw a funny video that John Ronson retweeted. Um, can we play this? I mean, I don't quite know how it works. It's, it's, the, the, the heading is, uh, this is wonderful. A man sitting alone on a bench in a park singing Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. By the end, the entire park joined along to sing with him. So it looks like it's um, what we would call politely a character. An eccentric, possibly a down and out, I can't quite tell, being filmed from behind. One would, two things. Either it's a setup, which is possible, doesn't quite look like a setup. No, but it's or, strange they'd be filming him from the back like that. Or you see someone doing something crazy and you film them. Maybe. That's the world we live in. Um, I don't know how good the audio will be on this, but have to. Have so it's a big, a big old park, and there's loads of people there. This guy's just shouting out. He has a, he has a can of something. No one's joined in yet. Park joins in. I'm gonna put I'm gonna Mark, I'll come to you in one second. I absolutely promise you. 344 499 1000 is the phone number. Here's the question. Is there a song better than Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi? I don't I don't think there is. Off the top of my head, I don't think there is one song in the world better than Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Kathy's struggling. Kathy's mm. struggling. I'm just trying to think of something with that kind of sing-along power. And is it Living on a Prayer or Living? Living. Oh, it's got to be Living, hasn't it? Living on a Prayer. <laughs> Anyone can name a song better than Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. 0344 499 1000. Now the show's flying. Good evening, Mark. Good evening, Ian Lee. How are you? Oh, Mark, I'm as Catherine will attest, I am very, very windy this oh, evening. My goodness. What can we do? I had a steak and cheese toasty today in a wonderful cafe in Chiswick. It was spicy, it was hot, it was peppery. And I'm chewing on it now. Oh, I'm, I'm very, very happy to hear that. Thank you, Mark. What can we do for you on this wonderful, this wonderful post Brexit Monday? We are free from the European fascists. We are free. Uh, Absolutely no opinion on that one way or the other. I apologise for that, but that's the way it is. That's just the way it is, Mark, and, and you're free to do that now. Before, you had to have an opinion because Europe, because Juncker said you had to. <laughs> Juncker? I, I, do not, I do not care one way or the other. Yeah, well I done. You're free to do I that now. We're a sovereign state. Video games, yeah, again. Here we go, Mark. The video game guy. By the way, I have just, now I've got my new PC set up. Thank you to everyone. Sundays, 8pm, Twitch. I'm watching every episode of the 11 o'clock show, a TV series I did 22 years ago, one episode a week and giving a director's commentary. 350 people stayed to watch me on Sunday. One, every Sunday, 8pm. But now, but now, but now, but now, but now... But now, I've, but now, but now, but now. I have downloaded um, Steam and Xbox Pass on my thing. I, tomorrow, at about 2 o'clock, half past 2, I'm going to be playing Command & Conquer. A Tiberian Sun, a game I've not played for about 15, 20 years. I'm playing that tomorrow on my PC. Oh, I'm excited. 
So you, you're doing this for an audience now? I'm doing it for if an audience wants to watch me, they can come and watch me, God damn it! I normally get about 60 people, um, but I will be playing tomorrow around about 2, half past 2, I'm going to be playing Command and Conquer on my brand new PC. Personal computer no, I, I found I have tomorrow night. off, I guarantee you, you'll have 61. Well, Thank you very much, Mark. I look forward to shaking your hand electronically. What did you want to say? What I wanted to ask you, I was going to be a little bit cheeky about this. I'd spoken to you on Wednesday about uh, your your articles in yes. Retro Gamer magazine. I my articles out I, of this. I was hoping for a little insight into what next month was going to be. About. Next month, I haven't written it yet, and I always leave it late. I need to have it done by the 9th, I think, and I always get a little nudge from Darren, the editor, going, <clears throat> next month? Well, I don't know. Um, what was the last one that came out? The last one that came out was about digital versus physical copies. I might have written one... You had said when I called you last week that you had the, the latest one in your head and it just had to be... I might have written one... All right, I might have written... I've written one since then that I've sent in and I can't... Re oh, I've written one about the, t the documentary I did called Thumb Candy. So that's probably the next one. The one I'm going to write is about how I have never completed a video game. That's the one I'm going to write this week. Surely not. Well, sure, surely yes. I've never completed a video game, ever. At, at some point in your life, you're bound to have. No, I haven't. <laughs> Mark, no, no, I haven't. Are you, are you calling me a liar? I'm, I'm not calling you a liar. You're calling me a liar, sir. I, I'm definitely not calling you a liar, but at some point in your life, you, you've completed a video game. No, I haven't. I promise you, I have never completed a video game, ever. Ever. I came close to it a few weeks ago, completing the old Spectrum game, Saboteur, but they'd added a new little level on the version that I was playing. So, no, I have never completed a video game. So you've downloaded this little version digitally? Um, well, that version I was playing on the Switch, but, um, yeah, no, I've never completed yeah, a video yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, So you've downloaded the, the digitally? Uh, yes, yes. Got a problem yeah. with that, boy? Uh, absolutely not. No, Thank I you. was just commenting on the fact that we've spoken about this before. Yeah. Okay. All right. If, if you had played the original version way back in the day, you would have, you would have completed it by now. Well, no, I wouldn't because I had to watch a little bit of a YouTube video to teach me how to do a really tricky part, which we wouldn't have had back in the day. So the answer, Mark, is no. I have never completed a video game. That's fair comment. I'll, I'll, I definitely look forward to it. You better look forward to it. Don't look back, otherwise you'll miss it. Mark, thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. People are idiots. Not Mark there. Which people? Um, on Twitter. Oh Vast yeah. for songs better than um, uh, living on a living on a prayer by Jonathan Bonathan Jovathon. <laughs> <laughs> John Bon Jonathan. Uh, yes, John Bonathan. Um, Harrison says, "Daydream believer." Close, but no cigar. Close, but no cigar. Gigalerts says raindrops keep falling on my head. That's very close to a blocking. Um, good, good suggestion. Well, Krista says, sweet Caroline. <coughs> so, ah, Sophia's not suggesting a song better than Living on a Prayer. She's suggesting the second best song is Don't Stop. Well, I've not heard of a song called Don't Stop Believing. I've heard of a song called Don't Stop, Stop Believing, Believing. <laughs> by Journey. So that's a good one. Um, but, uh, yeah. Okay. What about, um, you got to have faith, the faith, the faith. Oh, that doesn't even, that doesn't come in the top 1,000. That doesn't even come in the um, top 1,000. Mm. Um, can I sing to you? I want to sing really to you. I really wish you wouldn't. Can you just tell me what I should Google when I get home? I want to, well, by I wanna, myself. I want to sing to you. I really, 
I find it really off-putting because you do actions and there's uh, there's eye contact and it's weird. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. I haven't sung to you for a while. Right? No. And we talked earlier on about how you had saved my life. You saved my life. And if, if we were Native Americans right now, oh, remind me to talk oh about Uncut God. Gems. No spoilers. Uncut Gems, no spoilers. I know what you're going to say. If we were Native Americans, you'd have to follow me around until you can save my life. Uh, yeah, you own me. You own me. Um, B word, we would I say. I free in the 90s. you. I free you. You can't. You don't Run actually. Free. You don't have the power to do that. So I would like to dedicate this this song to you. <laughs> this is how I feel. It's just how I feel. That's all it is about you, Cassie. Oh God. Us being together ah! is always. A very big deal to me. <laughs> Us taking some time from our daily routines only means that we care and we wanted to share for a while a tear or a smile. Always so honest <laughs> and real. A bit too to real. Me. It's a bit too real in here today. Us both saying yes. <laughs> I'm aware that you're there. Goes to show how you know when somebody loves you oh, so. Okay. This is how I feel. Ages to learn how to do vibrato on my voice. <laughs> you just squeeze your Adam's apple. No, I didn't do that. I was doing technique. That's how it's a little song I wrote earlier oh. on today that describes how I feel about you. Okay. And I thought I it could be the theme tune space. to the show <laughs> and that we'd start every show with me singing that no. to you every hour. Not necessary. Let's keep it special. Okay. okay. Let's so, keep it special. Well, let's, I'll tell you what. Let's try it for a month. No. Let's try it for the romantic month of February. Let's. And see, and then 1st of March, I March 1. No. March 1. 
we will sit down and we will discuss how it went. I think this could be the anthem mm. that the world is waiting for. I'll do it again now if you no, want. No, seriously. Are you let's, sure? Yeah, let's just okay. keep it especially in our memories. Okay, we'll do it tomorrow. No. 10 o'clock. Did we, we do those, those ads? Please. Then, I tell you what, I tell you what, what we'll do is this is how we're going to do it. No, no, no. Not I will yet. sing it during the ads. You play the ads, please. Here we go. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. In the sun. Oh, God, please. Someone asked no. me what I needed to count on to make me as happy as I've ever been. It would be our being together again. No, no, no. Together again. Together again. Together again. Together again. I love you. I love you, buddy. All right. I love you, buddy. Yeah. You saved my life. Yeah. What am I going to do? I'm going to sing to you every day of your life. No, my gift fine, to you honestly. is the gift of song. No, it's fine. It's the gift of song I mean, every day. I don't know how it's going to end up. Um, let's go to 0344 499 1000. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every day you're going to get that. Please, can I? Because you saved my life. No, can I not? Let's go to Tony. Good evening, Tony. I didn't like it. I loved it. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Tony, please tell me, please tell me you're big in the record business. You work with Parlophone or A&R or something like that. Big time, big time. Oh, no, yes. I'm serious now. I've got to do something serious that I can't get my head around. Okay, go on. <sighs> Technically, yes. if you put your socks on inside out, mm. your socks are actually wearing you. <sighs> I know. Mental in it. <laughs> I might have to go back on the gear for a night. Just twisted my melon. Oh. Without so much as a bio leaf. The phone down. I don't even know if he was a real person. It's a mic drop moment. I don't even know if he was a real Did that just happen or was that just the high from the song? People are Moldy old doe Moldy old doe is better than any song ever made, says David Badcock. Didn't you claim that Africa was the best song ever? Yes, that was before I'd heard Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. It's going to be the sound of the summer. Better than live... But don't... Please don't steal any patter. <laughs> Better than Living on a Prayer is Another Girl, Another Planet. No, it's not. I wish I was on another planet with you, with you, since like that. Another girl, another planet. No. Reached by S Club 7, says Pete. He's, he's blocked. Mbop says Hannah. Sail on Sailor by the Beach Boys. Is, shut up, Stu. Shut up, even the, it's not even the Beach Boys' best song. That's Endless Harmony. Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone. Don't know it. Um, Highway to the Danger Zone. Goes um, like that. <laughs> French Kisses. Oh, Paul. Close. Paul. 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 Oh, Paul. That is an underhand... 
That's an underhand technique and tactic that you have employed there. Catherine, what have you brought to the party tonight? See if we play Mademoiselle. Loads of things. Oh, by the way, can I just say? Oh. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't start me up unless you're going to let me go. Um, there's a great documentary series. Documentary series on <laughs> four, on the Channel 4, all four. website. Was it called, called All Fours? Or was it All Fours? It's Is that called, what it's called All Four. All Four. All Four. All Four. All Four, which is like the BBC iPlayer, but for yeah. uh, but on four, Channel 4. Why have they called it All Four? Like All Fours? All Four Fun. All four, all, four, all four One and One For All. Okay. Um, called um, Horny Leeds Ladies. Love in Leeds. Love in Leeds. Mm. It's from 1999. It's exploitative. It's horrible. It's unpleasant. It's probably sta sta a lot of it's staged. Like yeah. I think, it's, it's got a, it's got the seediest theme tune you've ever heard. It's got like this kind of sexy late night sort of midnight caller type great. vibe. But then it's got some random bloke going. Mm. It's mm. basically horny women in 1999, sort of trying to get it on and failing miserably. Generally, it's so good. But this is partly why it's so good, right? Is every time we watch an episode, I go, hmm. I wonder if that person ever did find love. So you go to Facebook and you find, we found nearly everybody on Facebook. And it's wonderful because there's one of them who, um, we found her on Facebook and she posted recently, um, posted a pic, dogs are so much better than men, they're less <laughs> complicated or something like that. Yeah. There was one guy, um, Dave Israel, who is trying to sort of doing it, trying to trying to go out with this, this girl and she's having none of it and then we found that he's now married and he's got kids and it's great mm. it's great this is what i want they should reshow and i never got all of paddington green in the end but they should reshow all of those programs and then then don't even make, make a tv program just do a little link if you want to see what these people are now go to this link and it's like a little bit of footage or just pictures and this is where that's what i want yeah that's what i want and loving leads is from a time in sort of documentaries again there is quite a lot that you can tell they've been nudged to say things. Yes. But there Great is an show. innocence there. Yeah. Yeah. That allows, well, them, that allows them to show themselves up a little bit more than your average. Watch it. Honestly, it's on all fours, on Channel 4s, and it's from 1999, Love in Leeds, and it is absolutely awesome. Now, speaking of absolutely awesome things, yeah. two, two bits of get me in an Adam Sandler movie, hashtag, excuse me, hashtag... Get me in an Adam Sandler movie. Please. No, no, no. No. Hashtag, mm -hmm. get me in an Adam Sandler movie. That is the end of the hashtag. News, right? Yes. Adam Sandler has been commissioned by uh, Netflix. Are we, are we keeping We that? are saying Netflix because it saves, it's quicker than, here we go, to time it. Netflix. Netflix. Oh, two, well, you went Netflix. It's two more letters, so of Netflix. course it's shorter. Netflix. 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 Ready, steady, go. Netflix. Netflix. Oh, come on. Say it normally. Ready, steady, go. Netflix. Netflix. I said it first. G G G Amy, could you um, count us in, please? Yep. Three, two, one. Netflix. Whoa! Who, who counts backwards? That's how you count someone in. No, it's not. No, if you count someone in, it's five, six, seven, eight. For dancing. <laughs> For playing in a band in a waltz, it'll be one, two, two three, three, four. No, that's not waltz. Oh. It will be two, three. All right, so let's do two, three, four. That doesn't make any sense. Tell it's the drummers that. Tell all the drummers that. Tell, tell the drummer, um, get wicked. Band. 
We are, in, it's kind of a band. This show is like jazz. Shit. No! <laughs> <laughs> Rubbish and dads like it. <laughs> That's quite good. That's quite good. Uh, we'll put that on a poster. This show is like jazz. Rubbish and dads like it. Okay. Um, okay. Can you, well, pl please indulge us. Two All of this counting and nothing is being done. Go. Which one of my teeth? <laughs> We've got over two weeks. Two weeks of this insubordination. Uh, gonna go two, three, four. Netflix. I was doing a four. Please, Amy. Why did you four? Oh, right. Two, three, four. Netflix. Well, I said it first. Same. It wasn't the no. same. Uh, Netflix awesome. was faster. Anyway, he's been commissioned. Netflix. The Sandman has been commissioned on Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> to make four more movies. Yeah. So I'm in. I'm in. So I've got a 25% chance He's of getting... He's going to run out of actual actors. I've got a 25% chance of being in each of those films. Add that up. 25% times four. It's a 100% chance of being in an Adam Sandler film. That's the maths. That's the maths. That's science. You can't even argue with that. That conversation is closed. Here's um, the next bit of good news. Uncut Gems, which dropped uh, on F-Day, on Netflix, <laughs> is... <laughs> is... Absolutely astounding. No spoilers here. No spoilers here. But the bit where he sings isn't, he doesn't sing. It's such a good film. It's two and a quarter hours of complete unreleased tension. Yeah. It's, and he is, Limmy pointed this out. He is basically playing um, Al Pacino in Dog Day Afternoon. But boy, he's great. Isn't he short? He's a, he's a small man. I reckon, let me Google how tall is, um, what's the guy's name? Adam, the Sandman. How tall is Adam Sandler? I'm going to say 5'8". What, same as... Well, what's 1.77 metres? Five, here we go. Five foot nine and three quarters. Okay, mate. So, so he's five foot eight and a half. <laughs> All right, um, Catherine, you've got something for us? Yeah. I have. Which we'll get after this. Oh, come on! Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. His films have grossed... Guess how much his films have grossed? One million dollars! <laughs> now, guess properly. How many films has he done? Quite a few. He's 53 years old, so you can probably... 53 million dollars! Two billion, billion dollars. <laughs> What's he spent it on? And then there's a YouTube... Not on teeth, in that uncut gems. I was mesmerised by him. Yeah, the teeth are great, weren't they? The teeth are great. I spoke louder then because I was passing gas. Oh, Catherine, oh. please tell us what you've got now. Anthony will, Anthony will come to you very, very shortly, I promise you, my friend. A mum has demanded that Tesco removes its Valentine's Day cards for children because she finds it weird. This is news. Valentine's Day cards. You said Valentine's Day cards. Nicola, if we're going to start it's pulling just, each other up for talking properly, Netflix man, let's. It just makes not. me very, very un uncomfortable. Valentine days. Valentine's days cards. My Valentine. Where is my? Where is my Valentine's days card? <laughs> where are my Valentine's days card? Mm. Nicola, who has an eight-year-old son, get loads this year. Are you? Yeah, from the whack jobs that listen to this show. <laughs> I think we all know from whom. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be touching them unless I'm wearing latex gloves. <laughs> That's what they're hoping, weirdos. <laughs> Don't Nic send me Valentine's Day cards. It, it makes me so uncomfortable. 
It really does. It's, I think it's a disgusting. That's what women say when they want one. Don't buy me anything this year. Don't. Don't send me. Don't, vi don't send me video games and cash, please. <laughs> please don't. It makes me very uncomfortable. Seriously, it, I don't. It's too much. I don't like receiving packages of of, of free of money. <laughs> <laughs> we had someone send us money once. Did we? Yeah, we. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Did we have someone send us like twenty quid or, or, or for a tenner each? Or oh something? yeah, we gave it to charity, didn't we? Didn't yes, we? Yes, we did. <laughs> we did. Yes, we did. That was a weird thing. What was that for? Was it for our birthdays or something? No, someone just said, "I'm really enjoying the show." Is it to have a tenner each? <laughs> a tip. <laughs> it, was a tip. it was either twenty quid between us or twenty quid each. It might have been twenty quid each. And they did. They sent us money, and we both went. Okay. <laughs> I mean, people know we get paid for this, right? Yeah. We're not coming in. This isn't a hobby. <laughs> this is our job. Kind of reminds me when my great aunt, in her when she was in her nineties, used to send me uh, five pounds taped to a card. <laughs> five pounds, pound coins. Oh, in the pound coins. <laughs> yeah, so I'd get oh, me a card, and it would be all bumpy. Well, you you can't. No one no one sends money anymore because of the postmen. Well, Primarily the postmen. My but, my auntie Nori passed away recently. Had a, a cunning. Um, get around for She'd that. write on the card, no money in this envelope. No. Oh, okay, because people used to, and then you put, like, five you know, in. You know, um, like, sometimes <laughs> if you get um, if you get cards, you can get them where you buy them, with, and they're in the cellophane, so you get the card and the envelope, and they can't be separated. Yeah. She would buy those, right? Okay. She would fill it in, she'd put it back in the cellophane and back in the envelope, so that the postie couldn't just put the, put his finger in. No, but, but what, I mean, what I've had turn up is, A, no card, because... They just got ripped open and the money was taken. Right. And B, I've had opened cards. <laughs> I've had opened cards where, oh, it must have come undone and, and, and the money fell out. Oh, come on, <laughs> guys, please. It's out of order, isn't it? It's out of order, was, isn't it? I was counting on that fiver. But no one sends money through the... I Personal. I've got an auntie that sends checks and that makes me having to go like 20 miles oh, to go I've and put it in a bank and then she I've moans got, that I've not done it straight away. I've got a check in my wallet. I don't think I've got my wallet on this. In, in, in there. Um, for 150 quid, so it's not an insubstantial amount of money. It's the deposit for the, when we used to do the film club and you yes. have to pay a deposit to yeah. get a licence Then when we stopped doing that. got the money. I've had that since October. So it's October, November, December, January, February. So I've got two months for it to still be good. Two months, okay. All right. I've well, got, that reminds me, I've got some birthday money that needs to go now. Your birthday was uh, August. Mm. I'm going to say your birthday is August the, I always get this wrong, the 12th. Correct. Ooh. I, I, I won't tell you how I remember that, dear listener, because it's, it's a very insulting. It's an insulting way of remembering it. But yes, okay. Well done. <laughs> insulting, and yet it works. <laughs> oh, deary, deary. And mum. Hello there. Oh, we're doing a thing, aren't we? Has yes. demanded Tesco removes its Valentine's Day cards. Valentine's Day cards! <laughs> oh, send me these Valentine's Day cards! Actually, she is from Plymouth, so. For children, as she finds it weird. <clears throat> <laughs> Nicola, who has an eight-year-old son. Why are you making me laugh so much tonight? You're it's, just, it's you're kind just of normal my job. self. <laughs> it's kind of my job. Nicola, who has an eight-year-old son, was that hence the mum thing. Yeah, was horrified to see a large selection for sale in Tesco Superstore in Plymouth. The store has a range of cards for children to send to their parents and parents to send to their children, including Spider-Man and Frozen themes. But Nicola told Plymouth Live. <laughs> She would punch anyone in the face who sent her a card, a kid, or Valentine's card, and said it's not normal. 
No, but it's for parents to send to she kids. Would punch anyone who sent a child a Valentine's Day card. What, at any point in that child's life? She believes Valentine's Day is for adult relationships. Okay, okay. And that it is an attempt to normalise abnormal relationships with children. Stop the clock for a second. Should we be worried in this building? Serious thing, all of a sudden. Sorry. Oh, wow, what? Breaking news flash. Should we be worried about the coronavirus in this building? Uh, why? Should we? Why is there a hand sanitizer know, out there? there? Was, <laughs> How long has that been there, there for? There was one there last week. Uh, was it? Yeah. Oh, shit, we're all going to die. I think it's because we have a lot of politicians in. And they got um, <laughs> grubby hands. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. I just, just want to die. Yeah, I noticed that as well. I might go and use it in a minute because I love that stuff. No. She believes. Shall I start again? I wouldn't and mum has demanded. You've got to do the voice stronger. Okay. Shall I do it all in that voice? Yeah, why not? A mum has demanded Tesco removes its <laughs> Valentine's Day cards <laughs> for children as she dog. finds it weird. <laughs> Nicola, who has an eight year old son, was horrified to see a large selection for sale in the Tesco Superstore in Plymouth. <sighs> the store has a range of cards for children to send to their parents and parents to send to their children, including Spider Man and Frozen themes. But Nicola told Plymouth Live she'd punch anyone in the face who sent her child a Valentine's Day card and said it's not normal. She believes Valentine's Day is for adult relationships and that it is an attempt to normalise abnormal relationships with children. Added, anyone who sends a child a card needs locking up! The 32-year-old said she raised the issue with staff and called the customer service team who apparently told her that parents show their affection in different ways and that it would not be removing the cards from the shelf. Tesco said they provide the cards so everyone can take part in the day. But Nicola told... Nicola told... Apparently that's the thing now. There is one that says, Daddy loves you lots like Jelly Tot. That's weird. That's not normal. Valentine's Day's for lovers. It's not something you should involve children in. It's not something that a normal person would send, think of sending a child. It's wrong. Nicola said a number of her friends agreed with her and she hoped the story... People who do these kind of complaints always say they're speaking on behalf of loads of other people, don't The worst, they? the most humiliating thing... My, my mum did a lot of humiliating things. But one of them, she would send Valentine's cards every year, and it was, like, anonymous. To? Me. Oh, right. And my sister. Mm -hmm. Hated it. Hated it. And she'd also do that thing, and never, ever do the... My, my mother-in-law sort of tried to do this once to one of my kids. Never do this. Question mark. No, no, no. <laughs> not the Valentine's card thing, but... Oh, got yourself a girlfriend, have you? Oh, got yourself a girl... No, 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 no. It's embarrassing and it's shaming. Don't do that. Don't, parents and grandparents, don't do that to kids. I heard it in the playground the other day. Two little kids, tots they were, probably two. Yeah. Is that your girlfriend? Oh, isn't that lovely? They're going to get married. Yeah. Stop that, please. No, 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 no. no that's that's not... weird. Those kids don't know that one I is a boy and one it. is a girl necessarily, right? It. And it's you making it weird. Yeah, I used to, I used to, that's why I didn't tell my mum for years when I had a girlfriend or anything, because it's just I didn't want to go, oh, God. I, I, I became very secret about girlfriends and things for a long, long time. Didn't enjoy that. Oy. By the way, while you've been talking, I've just typed a reply. See if you can guess what the question is. I've just typed a reply on, my, on a cousin's Facebook page. Yeah. I'll miss off the first two words because that gives it away. But what the reply is, a mixture of both arse and fanny. <gasps> what was the question that she asked? Asked you? Just asked on Facebook. Um... Where the answer would be... A mixture of both arse and fanny. Um, 
Oh, was it about the half-time show last night at the Super Bowl? <laughs> no, the question is... Um, Serious question, does anyone know? When you stuff a chicken, are you stuffing its bum hole or vagina? Oh, yeah, the cloaca and I is replied, both, yeah. The cloaca, I replied, the cloaca, it's a mixture of both A and F. Right, but also applies for what I was mentioning earlier. Who was that? Beyonce and Shakira. No, Shakira and J Lo. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to watch that. I love J. Someone, <laughs> someone tweeted. I'm watching this um, Super Bowl halftime thing, and it's really making me think about sex. <laughs> <laughs> it was very sexy. It was very sexy. J Lo is the most beautiful woman in the world. But it's nice I to see her Valentine's card. She, she was. She well, she's engaged, so her big boyfriend so, probably would not okay. be very happy about it. Well, what it. about her previous husband, Mark? Mark Anthony. She's oh, been, he won't care. She'd been married before. She'll be married again. Oh, is that the so rule? I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> is that the rule? They've been married before, they've been married well, again. What I'm saying is she's proven her infidelity. Right. So uh, her marriage has collapsed. It was her it was her every time. We just don't know. Probably. We don't have yeah. the step. Probably she's J Lo. She's hot. She can't she can't keep that to herself. She, not, she can't no. <laughs> There's not enough What I liked about the hot mm. material in the world to keep that. To herself. Oh, she's been very sharing with material. I saw it last night. Wonderful woman. She, um, yeah. So I watched it and I thought it was great that she was using the skills that she'd employed in Hustlers, not the acting ones. Uh, she didn't need those, um, but the pole skills. So they've oh, not yeah. completely gone to waste. She used that for the halftime show. Some people complaining it was too sexy. Oh. Well, remember the year that um, they had, I think about three or four years ago. Janet Jackson's boob. No, no, no. They had Right Said Fred doing the halftime. They're too sexy for their shirts. Too sexy for their shirts. So sexy it hurts. I'm a model, you know what I mean, and I do my little turn on the catwalk, on the catwalk, on the catwalk, yeah, I do my little turn on the catwalk. Don't talk, just kiss, baby, oh, this is bliss. And what was the third song? They had a third song. What was right, said Fred's third song. Um, deeply, deeply about the limbs you got, <laughs> hot to trot, hot. For the things you got. But unfortunately, I've just researched Richard Fairbrass and he was never a model on the catwalk. So catwalk. Ah, oh, that joke. Let's, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. No, 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 seriously. Let's have a moment's silence for that joke that passed. <sighs> sorry, everyone. Sorry about that. This is talk radio. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee on talk radio. I think we've finished that story. Anyway, so she said she'd punch someone in the face if they got her son a birth, uh, Valentine's card. We've got two callers call Anthony, so I'm going to go to this Anthony Which first. One? This one. Good evening, Anthony. Hey, Anthony. Hello. How are you both doing? Very, very confused, because we've got another Anthony coming up in a second. And if, imagine, oh, if it were, imagine if it were you. My brother. Well, what? That'd be that'd be doubly weird if you, your brother's called the, the same name. I wonder if that's ever. Hey, here's something I learned today whilst listening to Radio Four. I'll ask you first, Anthony, and then I'll ask Catherine because yeah. Catherine might know it. What right. is Donald Trump's father's middle name? Oh, oh, I'm going to, get, I'm going to take a guess. Okay, I'm going to go, Larry. Larry, no. I can give you a clue, Catherine. It begins with C. Donald Trump's father's middle name begins with C. It's not that C. Uh-huh. Clive. Are you ready for this? Go on. Christ. Shut up. Christ. No. Donald Trump's... No, no. Donald no. Trump's father's middle oh. name 
is Christ. That's crazy. That is crazy. Is that true? It was on The Unbelievable Truth on Radio 4. His middle name is Christ. Donald Trump must be gutted. He only got John. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that insane? That's mad. That is madness. Aren't there rules about that? Um, no. What rules? (laughs) What rules? Well, if you have that name, you can't be a... uh, You can't have that name. You, well, you, he you has got that name. He has got that name. Wow. Um, anyway, Auntie, what can we do for you this evening? By the way, I, I loved your singing um, earlier on. That's amazing. Of course. Well, you, I'd, I'd be surprised if you said you didn't. Oh, no, I wouldn't say that. No, of course that. not, because it's good. I've got a very powerful um, soprano tenor. You should do it every single day. Catherine's just been... I've, I've just been proved right, haven't I, Catherine? Read out. Please read out. Uh, um, Anissa Gary Shannon. Please read out Donald Trump's father's full name, Catherine. Frederick Christ Trump. There we go. But here's the thing, right? Why are we only finding that out today? That should have been the first thing we knew about Donald Trump. That it, should have been the first it thing. Explains a lot. It doesn't it just because it doesn't it just because 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 Christ treated black tenants really really badly as well. Anthony, what can we do for you this evening, please, sir? Um, two things, in um, that, for, that song, the said it's a good one. What's it called again? Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer by Bon Jovi. There's no song awesome. better. There's no song better. Uh, no, no, no. Um, the best movie ever. Sorry. The best film you've ever seen in your life. Dog Day Afternoon, starring Al Pacino. Best one so far. Yeah. What's the best one you've ever seen? I can't tell. I've seen loads. I've not got a favourite. I've not got a favourite. Well, yeah, hang on a minute, Anthony. You can't ask me that question and not have an answer. Catherine? Wasn't his middle name. What? Well, it kind of was. Elizabeth Christ Trump. German-American businesswoman, the matriarch of the Trump family. It was her surname. It was her surname, and they took it on as his middle wow. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's yeah. a whole load of them. There's a load of Christs. Isn't it? Isn't it though? I'm not. I'm not blaspheming. It's true. It's Christ. That's that. I've never heard that before. Isn't that funny? Name of you? No, no, no. Anyway, that's fine. So, Anthony, you. I'm going to put you on the spot now, Anthony. You are now tied to a chair in a darkened room. Yeah. There is one spotlight shining on your face. I'm smoking cigarettes and blowing the smoke in your face. Yeah. I need to know the answer to this if you want to be set free. I've got a gun, right. and I've got bullets, and I've, I've already shot you in one knee. Uh-oh. What is your favourite film? <clears throat> okay, I'm going to be honest here. Um, I've got to go for Fast and Furious. The first one? All of them. <laughs> you absolute loon! How can all of the Fast and Furious films be your favourite film? Because they're awesome, they're making them online now as well. Right, the best one, of course, is Shaw and Hobbs, right? Oh, a brilliant film. Would you say that's the best one? Yeah, best one, best one. So you, that's the one with The Rock and um, Jason Stratham in. Yeah. So would you say that's your favourite film? So far. Thank you very much indeed, Anthony. We got there in the end. You can't say, what's your favourite film? All of the Fast and Furious ones. You can't, because some of them are rubbish. Do they, if you put them end to end, could they make one big film? (laughs) I I quite like the Fast and Furious, but I don't like, I like it when The Rock comes in. I don't like the short squat guy that's uh, in it. Um, 
Steve Sanchez. What's the guy's name? I don't know. What do you mean, baby? What do you mean, baby? I'm going to drive my car fast, baby. What do you mean, baby? Baby, come and give me some love. What do you mean, baby? Baby, why'd you betray me, baby? Well, that guy, what's his name? I don't know. I've not seen any of those films. Oh, but you know the guy. No. And The Rock fell out with him because he thought this guy was disrespectful on the set. They won't appear in the same movies anymore. Oh, baby, what do you mean, baby? Disrespect me, baby. Why did you do that to me, baby? Baby, I'm driving my car. Who's got my car, baby? I'm gonna kick my ass, you son of a gun, baby. What's going on? What's the fella's name? Amy, you must watch the Fast and Furious movies. Um, uh, no. The guy. What do you mean, baby? Wants to kick your ass, baby. That guy. You know the guy I'm doing. No idea. What's his name? Hang on a minute. Other Anthony. Hello. Who's the guy in the Fast and Furious films that I'm 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 thinking of? The dead one. No, not the dead one. The one that goes, oh, I'll kick your ass, but the star of them. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, ladies and gentlemen. He said short and squat. I was thinking Danny DeVito. He's short and squat. He's not. Yes, he is when he sits down. Vin Diesel. Anthony, thank you. Vin, uh, the Rock refuses to work with Vin Diesel because he says he's disrespectful on the set. Oh. So he refuses. He's disrespectful and unprofessional. They've got beef. Anthony, thank you so much for uh, for that. What can we do for you this evening? Um, you're very welcome. Good evening, guys. <clears throat> That's a bit creepy. I'm going to be uh, honest, this is a cre creepy opening to a phone call. Would you agree, Catherine? You're very welcome. Okay. I was just trying to set the mood, but... You set the mood for creepy. <laughs> um, well, actually, I was actually calling in to cuss out Catherine. <clears throat> you can try. Well, not cuss out, but, you know, as if the country hasn't been through enough in the past 24 hours, now we have to be subjected to you doing a West Country accent. <laughs> and behalf <laughs> of everybody in the West Country, please don't do it Is again. that where you're from? Uh, it, it originally, yes. Okay. And where are you living now? Because your accent's gone all over the shop, hasn't it? No, I live in London. Yeah. I never had a... You're not, um, you're not talking properly now. Just stop trying to put on a Cockney oh, no, accent, because we all know I'm you talk proper properly, like that yeah. in real life. No, I, I, really, I really, really don't. I bet you do but when you've had a few. No, I don't. I don't no, have you do. When you've got your drunken head on. I don't drink, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, no, I'm really boring, actually, so I'm well, a drinker. Um, but I'm only messing with you. Um, <laughs> oh, man! Oh, oh, I can bring... He, Anthony, jeez, you got my heart nearly stopped there. You can't do that to us. I thought he was genuinely complaining, Catherine. Oh, no, 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 no. He was that only was just, messing, Anthony. Oh. That was just for dramatic where, effect. Where What's are the up, cameras? Guys? Where? What's where's up? Jeremy Beadle? Where, where the, where's the gotcha Oscar? What's going on here? Who said? He's, did you know about this, Amy? Did you know about this? Someone has set us up here. This is brilliant. It was pretty funny. Well done, Anthony. Thank yeah. you, babe. Um, you said there's a lot of Christ. <laughs> Well, yeah, apparently Donald Trump's dad. Yeah, well, should I tell you? Can I just tell you what there is also a lot of? There's a lot of Karens. Do you believe in the past week I've spoken to three different Karens who are customer service managers on telephones? <laughs> what, what are the chances? Well, hang on. First of all, can I ask you a personal question? Um, you can do. Is this a wind up as well? No, 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 no. We're Seriously. into it now. We're into the phone I'm, call. No, I'm actually being 100% serious. I was like, mm. listen to the show, and then when the, I heard you say about mm. Um, mm. being a lot of Christ, I was like, do you know what the funny thing is? I've spoken to three different Karens from three different companies um, who I've been shouting down the phone like a lunatic to. Um, now, I don't know if they've all got three bobs. I just imagine them all to have three bobs and, like, big hoop earrings. But they've all been called Karen. Has I there been... You have not. you spoken to a Karen Christ this week? No. What were you yet. complaining about? Because you strike me as the kind of pain in the butt that complains about anything. 
Um, well, first of all, it's complaining to my mobile telephone provider because I'm paying an extortionate amount of money a month and I just wasn't having it. So at first I got through to someone in another country. Um, then I got put through to someone in Newcastle, to a lady called Karen. Um, then I called my bank. Um, about another issue about a direct debit coming out of my account which I did not co-sign and then I got put through Loves it Jeez, imagine getting that guy on the phone I mean we just I don't need to imagine it we literally just had that guy on the phone but I feel sorry for the Karens having to put up with that feel sorry for the Karens You know they're all just saying their name's Karen (laughs) Great question White Wolf Who would win in a thumb war Vin Diesel or The Rock? They both look a bit like thumbs, don't, don't they? they? Don't they? It's a great question, White Wolf. Um, I'll, I, let me reach out to Hollywood. I won't get an answer tonight, but let me reach out to Hollywood. I'll have an answer by the end I'm, of the week. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with The Rock. I would err on the side of The Rock, but thumb wars, you just can't tell. Well, I know that The Rock has a certain number of punches he's allowed to take on camera. He's yeah. got to win, hasn't he? I also know that Vin Diesel has a bionic thumb. Ah. Uh, So that would definitely come into play. It's slightly longer than a normal thumb. Mm -hmm. Well, otherwise, what's the point, frankly? And it's robotic, and it's um, got very strong joints, robot joints. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) So I would probably say Vin Diesel because of his robotic thumb. Hope that answers your question. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Evening all. Evening all. You should be a copper. <laughs> well, Evening all. They would well. Who knows? I mean, they're. they're well, I was going to say they're <laughs> desperate these days, and then I realised that sounded like an awful insult. Um, but no, they probably wouldn't. Um, Evening all. Evening all. Evening all. Evening all. Can I first uh, apologise to our Twitter followers because in the middle of the night I tweeted something very, very bad. Uh-oh. I was failing. I'd said that I was a failure and tired of very, very tired of life. Oh, no, mate. No, 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 no. So that was... Uh, a lot of people very supportive, and I thank them for it. So, um, yeah, I'm better now as the day's gone on. I've been good. to meeting tonight, so I'm good. Sometimes we uh, all get like that. We all get like that. And, and, and it's nice that people um, offer support. Yeah, not really. so keen on the ghost hugs. Yeah, did you get any ghost hugs? Uh, any what? Sorry? Ghost hugs. Ghost hugs. Yeah. Uh, They're a pain in the butt. Well, what happens in that? They send you a little gif. And you ghost, ghost hugs. hugs. You, get you can't feel it, but it's there. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, I'll, I hope it'll come next time. Yeah. Um, now, um, I saw that thing film that you referred to. Uncut, Uncut gems. gems. Uncut gems. Yeah. yeah go on. Well, it may have been reflected my mental state. I couldn't make it through the film. It was just too loud, man. <laughs> it was too loud. fast. You could right. First of all, you can turn the volume down. Secondly, there is a lot of talking at the same time, but that yeah. stopped after about twenty minutes. And I think that's to to highlight the stress and anxiety that he's constantly on the go. So there's a lot of talking at the same time. Um, too loud. I don't know. I didn't find it. I just turned the volume down. Well, no, no, not. I suppose that's the wrong word. It, it, it was like too much. It's very stressful. Too, too much going on at the same time. Yeah, yeah there's a oh, lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. And uh, so I got to about half of it and I had to go to bed anyway. And then I started watching it again. I thought, no, I can't do this. I just can't do this. I can't. This is the first film that I've had to turn off ever. Gosh. 
the first time you ever t- had to turn off. This is incredible. But you know, it's horses for courses. That's we're not we're not all the same, Alistair. Otherwise, the world would be as Absolutely. dull as through the night on LBC. You know, it, we have to have differences. Yeah. Have you watched the wind yet? Mm, sorry, Alistair, <laughs> you break, it's breaking up. Can't, hello, Alistair? <laughs> no, I will. Here's the thing, right? I get sent books and films and film oh, recommendations no. and all that stuff, and yeah. I will watch it eventually, but it might not be for three or four years. Uh, and that's me being completely honest. But at some point I will, and when I do, I'm going to hunt you down, and I'm either going to demand that I get that £1.99 back, or I'm going to congratulate you for um, inspiring yeah. me to watch such a great movie. If you like it, though, do I get any money off you? Mm, Alistair, say that again. Sorry, you, you, the line's going a bit faint. What did you say, sorry? <laughs> Alistair? <laughs> Alistair, we can't hear you, Alistair? Al- Alistair? Right. Alistair? Alistair? Oh, what a shame. Please replace the handset and try again. That's a shame. I was, I was enjoying that as well. I was enjoying that. I'm, I'm, while, while I'm talking to you, I'm arguing with someone on... on I'm arguing on uh, the Facebook page... Of a woman... Is it about chicken's bombs? No. Okay. I'm arguing on the Facebook page of, um... I can't remember her name. Valerie, um... I never know how to say her name. Valerie Keris Vennett, mm-hmm. who played Catwoman, one of Catwoman's hench cats in yes. the Batman TV series. I know her a little bit. I'm arguing with a man about Ron Howard. Please stop that. This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road is where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel life, that's old style Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat and come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I want to settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Just keep moving on There's a world that's waiting to unfold A brand new tale no one has ever told We've journeyed far but you know it won't be long We're almost there we beat up there with a hobo song Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on So if you Join me for a 
Um, it's all happening in the world of rock and roll. So Don Powell, is his name Don Powell? The drummer from Slade has been kicked out of Slade by Dave Hill, our mate. We don't know what's going on there. So Dave Hill's Slade, the only original members were Dave Hill and Don. Don's been kicked out by Dave. Don is now starting Don Powell Slade. Yeah, he says he received a cold email. Yeah. Now Brian Wilson is trying to stop a Beach Boys gig going ahead. Oh, guys. Brian, Brian Wilson. It's been brought to my attention that on Wednesday, February the 5th, the Beach Boys touring group, licensed by Mike Love, are headlining at the Safari Club International Convention in Reno, Nevada. This organisation supports trophy hunting, which both Al Jardine and I are emphatically opposed to. There's nothing we can personally do to stop the show, so please join us in signing the petition. <laughs> whoa, whoa, rock and roll, baby! Rock and frickin' roll, baby. It's taking a stand. Isn't it? Good for them. Good for them. Uh, this is The Late Night Alternative. We're on weeknights from 10. There's a podcast as well, um, by the way. Uh, we do it every day. Uh, there's a podcast. Um, a couple of guests this week. We've got Chip Summers coming in tomorrow, who's a brilliant addiction specialist. He's got a podcast about addiction. It's interesting we've been talking about that, because uh, we've been talking about this quite a bit. And I know we talk about it a lot, and some of you go, oh, jeez, man, get over it. But I just thought... Because we've had a few people like you and, and a few other callers recently, the I ain't no professional and Chip is a professional. Some of you may have heard of him. He worked very closely with Russell Brand. Russell Brand, a, a couple of years ago, was 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 kind of bigging him up, and he's he's popped up on telly a few times. He's mentioned in Russell's book about mentors. He, he certainly is, um, and I just thought it would be kind of helpful for some of you, also helpful for me and Catherine, if we had a professional in who could maybe who could talk about plug his podcast but could also kind of just talk a little bit more about addiction and being nuts and he, you know he's got some funny stories about when he was a junkie and he's got some horrific stories um but just just thought it might be helpful you know and he can also we, we can talk to him about what we've talked about on the show and he can kind of either hold his head in his hands and go my god you've put these people lives at risk or he could say well yeah that was great but maybe you want to suggest this mm -hmm. and that so i just thought it'd be helpful and also 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 key point is really funny and really really nice so it will be a bit about that but it, it's not going to be a really heavy hour he's a funny bloke right He's a funny, funny bloke. So we've got him tomorrow, Friday. Uh, Saffron's coming in from Republica, which is going to be awesome because they're doing some tour. They're doing a tour. They're doing a show in London on Saturday, and I've got the kids. And I got this, this Saturday, Saffron, Republica are playing. Next Saturday, My Life Story are playing. I've got the kids both weekends. I can't go. Pesky kids. The damn pesky kids. Uh, I really want to go. So I've got to look at the tour dates if there's any other tours. But Saffron's coming in because Republica are doing a tour. There's a three-disc version of um, their first album, I think, that's coming out on Cherry Red. And you, you, she, she's wonderful and bonkers and we'll have a l real good laugh with her. And you never quite know what you're going to get. It's always a little bit dangerous when Saffron comes in. You just don't know where it's going to go. And it keeps me and Catherine literally on the edge of our seats, holding on for dear life. But she's, I, I love her and she's adorable and we can both apologise for singing <gasps> Drop Dead Gorgeous. Well, and for the uh, mayhem that ensued. Oh, oh it was a, she came to the famous Brighton show. Which she was there, man. We haven't uploaded yet and we will do at some point. So that's, that, that we, we, we don't, we haven't a guest for a while, but I thought they were, oh, and we've got, who's the producer that's coming on? That we've Audrey Gillen. Audrey's coming on. When is she coming on? Have you got a new date for that? She's not well at the moment, so I said for her to tell me when and we will sort it out. Okay, fine. She's, um. 
she's really good. She did. She's done a really good podcast, documentary podcasting. So we've got a few guests. Yeah, about you remember Tara and George? That's yes. what she did, and she's got. Uh, she's done a homelessness kind of one-off special for a different podcast, which is just. I mean, it's just a, a very difficult listen, but a great listen. So. Um, so what will happen is they will, they, those interviews, or at least parts of those interviews will go out as a separate, as one podcast, and then we do like a best of the show that will go out as a podcast. In terms of other podcasts, there's the rabbit hole that we've just taken these off a little bit, because it's been a busy few weeks, we're going to get back into it. It's been an emotionally taxing five weeks. I'm going to start doing my own little podcast as well, which I need a title for. So every Sunday night on this Twitch, I'm watching an episode of the 11 o'clock show, Sunday night at 8, and... So far, I've done two. I think there's about 85 episodes. Oh, my. Yeah. Watching an episode of the 11 o'clock show, which is a show I used to do 22 years ago with Ricky Gervais and Sasha Baron Cohen and Mackenzie Crook pops up in it and Alex Lowe and all these people. And kind of doing a director's commentary. And, I, and, and the first one was about two hours. Second one was an hour and 40. I reckon it'll be about, about 90 minutes. I think it'll be about 90 minutes once I get into the flow of it. And I, I'm kind of thinking, well, I don't know if I've got enough to say about all of these things. Is it, was it interesting? Say. I found it really interesting. My sister loved it. And also, isn't that time a, a long time ago now yeah. when you look at it? And the way comedy's moved on, the oh, most God. acceptable moved on. Some of, uh, some of the jokes are awful. We've already had, episode two, episode two, we've already had homophobia. Jokes about Louise Woodward, which some of you will remember, some of you won't. I'm not going to go into it now. It's not really the time or place. A um, little bit of fat shaming. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it is, it's another, the, 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 the past is a foreign country. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and boy, oh boy, they're speaking a different language there. I mean, it was the era of FHM and... Yeah. And as it goes on, it's going to get more shocking because yeah. we were told, I didn't realise this, but the producers were told, make it more shocking. Anyway, I'm going to put that out as a podcast. Uh, Acast want to put that out as a podcast. So that's, I'm going to get maybe four or five under my belt and then start dropping one of those a week. But I need a title for it. I don't know what to, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm awaiting some kind of litigious cease and desist from Sasha, but I need a title for it. People seem to find it interesting. We had 350 people watching on Sunday, which is high. It may not sound like a lot, but high for me. The first one had like 2,000 views on YouTube. I put them up on YouTube afterwards. Um, and it is, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm finding it very cathartic. Um, I'm finding it weird. But I need a title for the podcast. So, thinking cap on, please, Catherine okay. Boyle, if you would be so bold. So, there's 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 a lot. What this is what I was thinking. I was thinking there's not enough podcasts. There's not enough podcasts out there. Ian, make another one. Make more PC, more podcast. Do it. So that's what I'm doing. Um, yeah. So that's that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh, two stories that caught my eye today. The Boris Johnson banning. Now, what what newspapers were the journalists banned from? It was the Mirror and the Eye. Was it the Guardian? I, I mean, the Guardian would be the obvious. He banned some journalists from certain publications from a press conference. His, his Brexit kind of this is what we're going to do now to to, to to the next stage. And apparently, all the journalists rocked up. Who have you got the list? Yeah, this is according to the Huff, Huff, Huffington Post. Oh, Huffington Post were banned as well. Weren't journalists they? have walked out on a planned Downing Street briefing in protest at Trump-style attempts by the PA's communications chief to restrict it to selected media outlets. The incident happened after Number Ten invited political journalists to a technical briefing on Boris Johnson's plans for a trade deal with the EU. Um, 
The briefing was set to be conducted by the PM's lead Brexit negoci negotiator, David Frost, in Downing Street itself. Hello, good evening and welcome. Uh, paid for by the taxpayer, says the HuffPost, he's obliged to behave in a neutral manner. But when political editors from other newspapers and websites arrived with their colleagues, they were split up by a security guard into two groups in the foyer of number 10, directly behind its flame famous black door. Those on number 10's favoured list were told to stand on one side of a carpet while everybody else, <laughs> including HuffPost UK, was told to stand on the other side and then ordered to leave. <laughs> Following objections from the journalists, communications director Lee Kane then arrived to declare those invited to the briefing can stay, everyone else, I'm afraid, will have to leave. When asked directly what grounds he had for selectively briefing some political editors and not others, Kane said, we're welcome to brief whoever we like, whenever we like. Gosh. When he was challenged again to give reasons, Kane lost his temper as the entire group said they were walking out as one would not agree to a briefing on such divisive terms. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well done, those people. Kane walked off without giving any reply. Kane, along with Chief Advisor Dominic Cummings, is the driving force behind... Dress it. like a grown-up, Cummings, not like a lower sixth form, you absolute muppet! Sorry. Behind moves in number 10 to undermine parts of the media, according to the HuffPost, of course. Of course. Um, good for everyone that walked out, though. Good for everyone that walked out. That's the way to do it, as yeah. Mr Punchinello would say. I've often hoped that the American press would do something similar. At the moment, there are a couple that like jockeying for favoured position, and I don't think it's a good look. You need everyone to do it. Exactly, and there needs to be solidarity, and it's a fiercely competitive industry, and uh, it takes a lot for them to do that, and I think it's amazing. Like, um, when Trump refuses to answer a question, I always hope that the next person will answer, ask the same Keep question. Asking the question. Um, but they don't. Well done, those journalists. I was very inspired to see that. And also, it takes balls to walk out of something like that. Oh, God, if you were in the favoured list and you've got to go and explain to your editor why yeah. you're not there. Where's the story? I, we, we, we walked out, you know. So, well done. That's, that's great. Then the other story that caught me, how rubbish... I've got, I've got a list of the ones that were invited. Go on, go on, let's have it. Around a dozen journalists from organisations including the Financial Times, The Sun and The Telegraph had received this official invitation from Downing Street. Well, well done for The Sun. Yeah. I know we're, we're kind of affiliated with The Sun, that's not why I'm saying it. But The Sun, it could be argued, um, has been doing everything it can to get Boris Johnson into power, to certainly to push Brexit through. Um, with The Mail, I'm assuming The Mail? I think so. Here's what The Mirror's saying. Uh, those banned from the briefing in a move reminiscent of Donald Trump's administration included the Daily Mirror, the Eye, Huffington Post and the Independent. The Independent, okay, okay. Well done, well done, well done, everyone that walked away. How rubbish were the Nazis in World War II at making bombs? Because they're still, it's 2020, the war ended, I don't know, 40 years ago, 45 years A bit ago? more than that. And we're still, Soho has been closed today because they found a World War II bomb. Yeah. An unexploded one. Or it's a time traveller. Maybe the Nazis did invent time travel. Oh, the Nazi bell, of course. Please don't be rude. Um, oh, I did the Nazi bell. Which was a time travel machine, wasn't Apparently. it? Apparently. Yeah. Gosh, that's a callback to an earlier show. Um, it, uh, but they, so they, they found another unexploded World War II bomb from the Nazis yeah. in Soho Square. Yeah. Uh, near Dean Street, wasn't it? Near Dean Street. No, but it's fairly common, isn't it? I've heard it a few times. All the time? Yeah. All the time? I wonder if the same happens in Germany with ours. No, ours went off. Ours were great. We had great bombs. I'm sure they didn't all the time. I wonder whether it's the result of someone sabotaging them so they wouldn't go off. Mm, good, I mean, a good you'd, Nazi. You'd still is know about it if it landed on you, though, wouldn't you? Kieran suggests, this is good, the 11 o'clock show and tell. 
Okay. Cass not grabbed by it. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's go to John. Good evening, John. Good evening, you. Good evening, Catherine. And hello, John. I want two rants rather than a rant and a rave. One is the BBC licence fee. Yes. It's a bargain, uh, isn't it? Shouldn't that be subscription only? It's a bit like getting horse and pony delivered through your letter Shut up. The magazine. Shut up, pay it. Shut up and pay it. Right. Shut up and pay it. It's a bargain. It's an absolute bargain. I might, mine was due in on Friday. I haven't paid it and I need to pay it. And I'll pay it with pleasure. It's a bargain. Shut up, man. Pay it. Right. You know it. John, you know, you know it's a bargain. Right. It really is. So can I send you my license? No, you pay it. Shut, shut up your whinging. Stop falling for the guff that you're being given by everyone that wants to, to get rid of the BBC. Here's the thing, John. When the BBC's gone, you are going to miss it. You are going to miss it so, so much. So shut up and pay the money. Like a hole in the head. <laughs> the other thing... You got Ian... Sky? You, what, 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 what have we got? You got Netflix? You got Sky? What you got? Sorry? What TV services... Uh, just Freeview, and we use our TV mainly for DVDs. Okay, well, if you're not watching TV, then you don't have to pay it. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. If you're, not watching, if you're not watching TV, if you've not got an aerial plugged into it, and you're just watching DVDs, and no. the, the, then you, can, you don't have to pay, mate. We do have a, an aerial Then shut up and pay for it. Okay. Pay for it. It's nothing. For what you get, it is nothing. Pay it gladly. Right. This is that you phoned up the wrong show if you want an agreement. I ain't James Whale or Mike Graham. If pay it and pay it gladly, it's a bargain. I think it should be 200 quid. Because the other rant I really need to have is why does Royal Mail deliver loads of leaflets through your letterbox for pizza shops? Farm food. Because it's the only way they can be, they can can remain a sustainable business and have affordable letters. Because they get paid for those. This is you're not getting the response you thought you were going to get, John. They get paid to post those. If they didn't have those, stamps would go up massively. Everyone would stop using the postal, the Royal Mail altogether, and you wouldn't get any post. So all you've got to do is every day it comes through, put it in the bin. Bish, bash, bosh, it's done. It is almost zero inconvenience to get a Domino's and a local taxi firm through the front door. It's zero inconvenience. Right. Tell that to anybody who's into recycling. Then. Well, then put it in the recycling bin, you muppet. It goes in the recycling bin. But well, then, then you're saving the world. Ian, you're not getting this at all. Well, tell me what your problem is, you lazy, miserable get. I'm not lazy, I'm not miserable. Well, you are. You phoned up about two things that are nothing. One is a brilliant, brilliant uh, media news entertainment service. The other is a tiny little bit of faff that means that the Royal Mail can carry on existing. They wouldn't exist if they didn't get paid to post junk mail. Tell me one thing that's brilliant about the BBC. One thing, name it. Tony, Bla- Tony Blackburn. 
And how long has he been dead? He's not dead. He's a mate of mine. He's very much alive. Next. Right. He works on BBC. Yes, mate. What? He works on about four different BBCs. John, don't wriggle out of it. You've asked me to name one thing that's brilliant about the BBC. I've given uh -huh. you one thing that's brilliant about the BBC. You can't, you can't, can't win either can't argument. You, you, you've lost the argument about the, the junk mail, and you've lost the argument about the BBC. I suggest you go and have a little lie down, mate. Uh, right, yeah, I would suggest the opposite, Ian. Okay, well then go and have a little stand-up, whatever works for you, but I tell you what, you need to shove a cork up your bum because you're talking rubbish out of your backside. Right. Thank you so much for your erudite comments. John, I beat you in an argument, put the phone down, couldn't handle it. Erudite because you're talking balls, you muppet. Well, I think it was very telling at the beginning of that. I want to have a rant about dot, 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 meaning I want to be unchallenged while I bang on about something. Um, it's lazy, isn't it? Really lazy. But also, I've never got the junk mail thing. What, what, what is the problem with it? You pick it up, you either put it in the bin, or you put it in the recycling. That's it. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. I've never got... If it was like a bad 90s stand-up comedy, which oh, all this bloody junk mail, it comes through to me. I still get mail for the woman that lived in the house nearly two years ago. Stop forwarding it on now. If it looks like something really important, in fact, I don't even open it now. I, st I stopped opening it a while ago. Um, it just goes in the bin, goes in the recycling. The stuff comes through for the pizzas. What did I get delivered the other day? I don't even know. It was a brochure for something. Went in the recycling. The thing, sometimes it's useful. Sometimes it's really useful. Oh eight four four, loving the show again, loving the show again. Thank oh, you gosh, very much. Listening again, even uh, though oh, eight, four, four, absolutely every night. love it. Um, but but I just I, I just don't get it. And uh, you know, John couldn't um, whatever the guy's name was. Uh, John couldn't handle the. Um, he expected. Yeah, you're right. Let's close the BBC down and God damn it, let's shoot those scumbags that send the uh, the the junk mail. I've never understood it. It's people looking for something to complain about. It's nothing. Mm. It's nothing. In the great scheme of things, you bend down. It's disappointment that you maybe you've not got more excited. I mean, I had, I had a letter today. It was in a brown envelope, so my heart sunk. It was just saying, you bought a fridge a year ago. Would you like to get insurance? In the bin. That's all it is. Opened it. It was 30 seconds of my life. 30 seconds of my life. As I walked from the door into the kitchen... Nah, I don't want that. That's all it is. For the sake of the um, the Royal Mail sustaining itself as a business. And that's it. If they didn't get money from that, I don't know how much they get, but it's obviously a substantial amount. If and they, we know that they've been troubled, you yeah, know, in They didn't for get years. money for that. Stamps would be like two, three, four quid first class. No one would pay that. Royal Mail, the postal service, will not be here in 10 years. Won't be here in 20 years. Probably won't be here in 10 years. Um... So, when it's gone, all these things, when they're gone, you'll miss them. I can't remember when you used to be able to post letters. You killed it because you didn't want junk mail through your door. Do you remember the BBC? Do you remember the BBC? You killed it because you couldn't be bothered to pay what is actually a reasonable price for something pretty decent. Yeah, it's probably an out-of-date concept, paying a licence. I'm sure they will be looking at other ways of... Um, uh, financing it, uh, you know, that I'm slightly concerned now that Tony Hall's gone. I didn't like him. I thought he was spineless. But the worry is he's going to be replaced by one of Boris Johnson's cronies and the BBC will be crushed, it will be gone, and then you'll be sorry. And that's the thing. The BBC, actually, a couple of times recently, has seemed high-handed and they've picked the wrong side in a fight. But when we worked there, they didn't, they didn't 
meet anyone for a fight, did they? No. They would back down no. every time. They were frightened to death. Yeah. Jamie, and Jamie's right. Jamie says Ian's right about junk mail. Sometimes we order pizza. Yeah, sometimes I'll get a Domino's through and go, oh, do you know what? I'll have that tonight. It we, works! We get like a parish news pamphlet <laughs> all the time. And for the most part, it comes through the door and it goes straight to the bin. Yeah. Actually, this this month I was looking for it because I need a seamstress there you go, you to see. sort out my curtains. I love it. Where else am I going to find them? Because I can't I find it. them online because they're it. such small businesses. So, there you go. Ah, ah, ah. Now, so we talked about the, 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 the coronavirus, right? And I was reminded of something I heard on, on another radio station the other night. Um, so we've got, I noticed there are hand gels there. I do love a bit of a hand gel thing. Now I know it's there, I'm going to be using it all the time because I genuinely find it quite addictive. My boys love it. I'm worried by it. Why? Because your skin has got certain f fauna on it that need to be there. And I Fauna? Yeah. You know, like bacteria and that, little animals. <sighs> and they need to be there. If you wash your hands, that should be enough, shouldn't it? Why are we mm. having to, like, I don't know, kind of... Um, pebble, da we, pebble wash ourselves. Why have we... Well, Stone wash... You pebble dash. What's the word? What's the word? Why are we being clean? Sandblast. Why are we being clean? No, why but there's too mummy, clean. Mummy, why Why have we got to be clean, mummy? Yeah, we can be too clean. Wash not your hands. The, not when there's, like, coronavirus and stuff like wash that. Wash your hands. Around. The first Brit known to have caught the coronavirus has told the son how he beat the killer bug with a glass of hot whiskey and honey. Connor Reed, 25, was diagnosed with snake flu by docs in Wuhan two months ago. He went to hospital after struggling to breathe, could not shake off a bad cough. All classic symptoms. Shock Connor was kept in hospital for two weeks. He said, he's from Wales. I was stunned when the doctors told me I was suffering from Careful, the... you'll get a Welsh Anthony ringing up. That's right. From the virus, I thought I was going to die, but I managed to beat it. I used the inhaler, which helped control the cough, and drank a hot whiskey with honey until they ran out. that ran out. It's an old-fashioned remedy, but seemed to do the trick. I did refuse to take the antibiotics the doctors prescribed me because I didn't want to take any medicines. Oh. Well, here's the thing. On another radio station, about two weeks ago, I had someone phoned in when the coronavirus was kind of breaking. Someone phoned in to talk about it. And here's why phone-ins are pointless. Because more often than not, a show like this is slightly different because it's about the human condition and it's, it's about human stories. When yeah. it's about human stories, it's great. Exactly, because your experience is your yeah. own and, you, and, and only yours. Yeah. But when it's about idiots, which we all are, right, include myself in that, phoning up about subjects about which they know absolutely nothing. But they have an emotional feeling about. Yeah. It's pointless, right? It's pointless. So this guy phoned up. Yeah, I'm worried about... Uh, really. First, he contradicted himself. I'm really worried about this uh, coronavirus. You know, I'm worried we're all going to die. It's really bad. Cold. It's, it's cold now, so if that bug comes over here, we're all going to get it. But what I do... When I get when I get the inkling of a cold, and I think it would work with this, is I take a mixture. Oh my god! What? I take at the same time. I take a mixture of tunes and lockets. <laughs> Sorted. And that just seems to work. So if it does come over here, I suggest everybody. As tunes and lockets. And if it's really bad, a fisherman's friend. <laughs> tunes and lockets is going to beat the coronavirus. And Dot, the, the, the host is like, hmm, okay, right. At no point did the host go, as we did with John, are you nuts? 
tunes and lockets. I'm not going to beat the coronavirus. Maybe they will. I don't. I don't know. But Do you remember Zoobs? <laughs> they were strong. Can you get them anymore? Have they been banned? I think they've the been, uh, the, the EU banned them, but we're out of the <laughs> EU now, so we can have them. But there's nothing like lockets when mm. that golden I like honey. a soother. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to take tunes. I want my ticket to rage, please. Pardon? I want my ticket to rage, please. You need tunes. Is that how it went? Is that, that that's the, was the advert. Um, <laughs> tunes advert. Help, well, help you breathe more easily. Oh, we go. This is it. I, did I say Leeds? I was slightly wrong. I apologise. Second class returned to Dottingham. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Second class returned to, to Dottingham, please. What was that? I said Dottingham. When your nose is stuffed up... Lady taps him on the shoulder. Sucking tunes. What's up? What? <laughs> that cut in at a very awkward time. <laughs> <laughs> that cut in at a very, very. <laughs> 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 I couldn't have timed that any better if I wanted to. Let's go back and get the run up to that just to clear us from any off comms, guys. No off comms, please. <laughs> that was bad luck. Try sucking tunes. Sucking. There Cherry we go. Or black Even so. Flavor. Suck tunes and you're really. Hang on a minute. What's he saying? Why is he obsessed with saying suck? When your nose is stuffed up, try sucking tunes. <laughs> okay. Cherry, honey, or black currant flavor. Suck tunes and. He's... Why does he got to say suck? Just I... say try tunes. That second time, it does sound very. Um... <laughs> honey or black currant flavor. Suck tunes and. <laughs> Doesn't sound great, does it? <laughs> you release a cool menthol flavor. What did he think people were going to do with him if he didn't. Well, like the French, stick them up your bum. Yeah, I know. All French medicine is anal. Well, my sister, when she, um, she was staying in Beauvais All for a French while. French medicine is anal. There's <laughs> the podcast title. There you go. She had, I think she had a sore throat or something. Ooh. She thought it was tonsillitis. Oh. And they gave her these tablets and she said, oh, I don't like these. They're like really creamy and massive. She was sticking them in now the wrong end. Now let's hear how this guy speaks after he's um, sucked a tune. Vapor that helps you breathe more easily. Now, a second-class return to Nottingham, please. <laughs> Tunes. Smug, yeah. Oh, I turned him into a Shakespearean actor. Tunes. Tunes help you breathe more easily. Tunes. <laughs> Tunes. Tunes. Smug, yeah. Let's have a quick break. This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. What do you have? Atari opening a chain of hotels. Sorry. Yeah. Listen, uh, here's the thing. Let me be purist for a second. It's not Atari. Atari. Atari doesn't really. Atari is just a is a name. No, it's not. Atari is not a company. Atari is a name. It was bought out by a huge conglomerate and it's just a name. But it sounds good though, go on. The video game pioneer, well, apparently not really. Yeah. Whose classic titles include Pong, Asteroids. And I met the guy that invented Pong. I played on his Pong machine in his garage in America somewhere. It was somewhere in America. It was somewhere in California. Thanks for that non-specific anecdote. Very, very. His name's Al Alcorn. Thank oh. you. Uh, they also invented Roller Coaster Tycoon, for people who are wondering, Atari, Atari who? Atari didn't. Well, that's what the New York Post says. But they got it wrong. They announced this week its first hotel will break ground this spring in Phoenix, Arizona. 
The video game themed hotels will level up hotel entertainment with fully oh. immersive experiences for every age and gaming ability. And will they have beds? Well, virtual beds. <laughs> <laughs> They will feature the latest in virtual and augmented reality, Atari says. Oh, try sucking a tune. God, that was close. <laughs> the hotels will look like regular buildings from the outside, the company said, except oh. for the glowing red strips of light in the shape of the Atari logo running down the side of it's the building. It's a great logo. Rooms will feature decor ranging from retro to futuristic, drawing mm. inspiration from films like Steven Spielberg's Ready Player One. GSD Group CEO Shelley Murphy told CNN, there's a lot of letters. Mm. Development and design of the... You think about it, that's all words are, are letters. Really. No, but in this case, uh, GSD Group CEO Shelley Murphy told CNN, that's excessive. Yeah, but it's just letters. All, all, I don't think you're understanding my point. What I'm saying is yeah. that basically... <laughs> All words are really. Yeah. If you break, if you break it down, yeah, they're just letters, Catherine. Yeah, but what I'm saying there mm. is that what we're talking about. There a lot of letters. It's a, a news story. Like initials. Yeah, it's a news story. So there will else. be a lot so of letters, letters in there. Yeah, well, the, yeah, they do that. Yeah, it's yeah. just letters, Catherine. GSD Group yep. CEO Shelley yep. Murphy told CNN. Yep. Well, the words I should trim that down a little. Words. Well, I'm confused. Trim what down? Um, I would take out GSD Group CEO Shelley Murphy. Well, then we don't know. Well, that's she's given the quote, mate. So without her, we haven't got I'd it. I'd say Shelley Murphy from the company told CNN. I would just suggest that you might be in a little bit too deep for this. You, you, I don't want to. You're embarrassing yourself in front of the listeners. Oh, um, I don't is, feel embarrassed. Well, that's, and thing. that's part of the problem. It is that you don't feel embarrassed when many times you should. I couldn't, I couldn't care less. I know, and we need to talk about your lack of care. Why? Because I'm up for two awards, yeah. and when and I, it seems to have got us quite far. Mm, exactly. My carelessness, haven't I? So when I win oh, them, yeah. if you would like to come up on stage with me. Gotta start increasing the old care. Um, to what level? I would say from certainly up from level zero, okay. which, where it is now. How to, many do I have to give? What? How many? Fs. No. How many Fs? Fs and there's say. more letters. There's more letters. Once again, proving my point that letters are really what make. Could you tell me how many? So good. Ease, play, write, and air K. Okay. Right. Well, I'm glad we've had this out because I think it needed to happen. And um, I'll be writing a list of the things you need to change. I'll tell you what. One week. Why don't you write the list yeah. after I've won the awards? Okay. Because then it makes it easier for me. I hope you do me. win now because it could be quite embarrassing no, for you. It, then it just makes it easier when I tell you to shove your... it up your jacksy oh. like a French medicine. Oh. As we all know, all French medicine is anal. Ooh la la. And no. Well, that's where, the, that's where the saying comes from. Let me say. Fermez la bouche. Oh. And uh, uh, dans la... Um, cou. Dans la cou. Dans la charcuterie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's not a butcher. Sur, sur le passage. Sur la col de sac. <laughs> On it. Uh, avec la col de sac. With it. Uh, dans la col de sac. In it. Yeah. Pardon? Well, the, um, it's too late for pardon. Continue, vous s'il vous plaît. Merci. Development and design of the hotel line is headed by GSD Group, in case you're wondering what the GSD Group CEO, Shelley Murphy, was on about. Well, I've, I've completely forgotten what we're talking because about. Because there's too many letters! Atari, yes. Words. We're creating a brand new hotel concept. We knew that Atari would be the perfect way to give guests the nostalgic and retro meets modern look. And, and we now are it's going not a company, we can just license the name. 
Let's face it, how cool will it be to stay inside an Atari? Sega. <laughs> Do you like that? Do you know the Sega's noise? Sega. Do you know that? Goes like, hang on a minute. I'm, I'm not, I, I'll be honest, I'm not interested. Sega. He's me not caring again. Sega. What I'm doing you call it again. It? Sega noise. I'm going to call it Sega noise. Sega. Will it be the it. boot up? This um, is it. Yeah, Sega, Sega. So hang on a minute. Here we go. Going to open in two years, by the way, if anyone's Here planning. We Here we go. Here we go. Stay. Hang well, on, there's more. Sega! There it is. There we go. This is all Sega startup sound. There's, there's, there's just, just over five minutes of this. Just bear with me, please. The Sega, Sega CD. Some of these venues will be used to host esports events. Okay. I would, I would stay in a Sega hotel. Would you? As long as every time you flush the toilet, <laughs> it went. <laughs> okay. Let's get the rest of your story. That's the end of the story. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, let's go to Sloop John B. Good evening, Sloop. It's a late-night alternative. It's a big, hot bowl of macaroni cheese. Mm. I am George the Kitten, tumbling from Ian's shoulders into it, spraying creamy cheese sauce all over the listeners' ears. Oh, Hello God. to you both. That's creepy. Yeah. George, my cat, did fall into a bowl of my macaroni cheese very recently. He was being a dick. And <laughs> they, they do. When I'm eating, I now shut them out of the room. They'll the babies, not the, the grown-ups. Um, but he, they, he, he like climbs all over me and, and, and he, he climbed on me and I nudged him to nudge him off mm. and he fell face first into a bowl of hot macaroni cheese. I, 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 carry, I ate it and I ate the bits that were stuck to his face. Yes. I don't have any problems with that. Well, not one what about the hair? Uh, I didn't. Head, head, head I didn't worry about that. I don't worry about those things. Things like that don't bother me. Uh, Willow. Willow is also a, a, a pesterer when I've got food. Yeah. But thankfully, I've taught her to high five for treats. So now I can just leave her hanging. What are you doing? Why are you undoing your belt? What are you doing? Oh my goodness! What's going on? Scratches. Stay I've been shown some uh, war wounds. Guys, on a scale of ten, Stay one to ten, how good? Oh. Shut up. Stay at those legs. Yeah. That is George climbing up. Careful. That is George climbing my extra large butt as well, so I've got to be careful. That is George climbing up my legs. Um, Hope good trousers on. Well, well he had trousers jeans. on, fortunately. Well, I wear jeans and he goes through. Are there some uh -huh. sort of cat repellent trouser? Like the spikes on or something? I think you can get those. I could, could do could that. Can you do your flies up, please? You've forgotten that. Oh, I'm so sorry. I do apologise. I do apologise. Sloop! Yeah, oh, well, before I was going to say something, but uh, uncut gems, it's mustard, isn't it? Is, I, I'm assuming mustard means uh, like custard, which custard, of course, is rhyming slang for custard delight. Delight being um, uh, is good. It's a delightful film. Yes. Did Did you get the ending? Because I had to watch a YouTube video to explain it to me. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. D we're not even having this conversation. No, we shouldn't. Sorry. Well, sorry. no, we're not. We're not. No. Came no. in very strong with the old uh, no. macaroni cheese. No, 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 no. And no, then no. tried to do a spoiler. No, 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 no spoilers. The end of, that's the end of that conversation about that film. 
All right, all right. Let's like I quit after the. Was it you and who phoned up earlier on who was struggling mm-hmm. with sort of business? Is demons as it were at the moment? I wanted to ask you if you've read a book. You're not a fan of their music at all, but the book was really good because I'd never really understood addiction until I read this about maybe thirteen. You're going to talk about the guy from um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, Ant- hang on. Anthony Kiedis. Yeah, scar tissue. Uh, I read that book. Yeah. What did you think? Did you think it was good? Do you think it was... Because i I'd be honest, I was really ignorant about stuff to do with addiction. It was the first time I read a book where you could kind of see it from, like, the addict's mind. Stuff to do with, like, the triggers and the things, all that I sort of thought it was one of those books where... I haven't read it for years, so I'm trying to remember it, where, if I'm right, didn't his dad, like, pay, like give him weed when he was, like, 13 and pay for him to have sex with a hooker and stuff? Yeah, like, 12, yeah. 12, 13... And yeah, and his dad was sort of a drug dealer to the stars. Yeah, and, and it was his story, and I would never take... I, I just thought it was actually quite a dangerous read. Oh, oh God, really? Yeah. Well, because I'd, I'd read another one called A Million Little Pieces. Do you know that? No. Oh, right. Well that, well, that was a book that, again, was written about a guy that had been to rehabilitation to, to do with, like, you know, substance abuse and stuff like that. But then they sort of... There were problems with it that basically he lied, maybe, in parts of it. So I sort of disregarded it. But that was a very good book, I thought. But, you know, just after sort of that call earlier on, I thought I know it was make jokey calls, but I just wanted to kind of call up, really, and um, you know, chime in. I'm ordering a late Go on. birthday present. for my, 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 my sister turned... Um, well, my sister had a birthday at the weekend, a significant birthday, yeah. right? And me Maybe. and my mum, her husband was organising, like, a, a crowdfund to take her to Paris for the weekend. And so right. me and my mum, we put in a, you know, it's a, it was a big old birthday, and we put in a little bit, we put in a little bit of cash. But it's, it's what I'm not great at is, is well, basically I'm, I'm getting a present from my boys uh-huh. for her mm-hmm. that she will love. But I can't say what it is, because, she, no, no, we, go, 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 I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. Oh. I can't say what it is. Well, I can't tell you because she listens. Oh, oh, right. To the show. Oh, my bad. Um, let me just see if I've ordered it. Confirm your order. Um, place order. Okay, I've done it. It's a great... I tell you what, I'm going to mute this. If I... John, if I mute this... No. Hello? Right, you can't hear me. So I'm going to mute this. I'm going to tell oh. Catherine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amy and John, not you, John, but John through there are going to hear it. Or the John. <clears throat> Other John, brother oh. John, is going to hear it. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Amy, what do you reckon? Very good, John. What do you, Other John? Yeah. Let's get the. Th- there we it's go, you sweet. see. Is that a present for her or for you? Well, when she dies, because she's older than me, she will go first. Always thinking. I want these. No, these are from my boys, um, because I because I know she will absolutely uh, love that. And beautiful. There we go, you see. Always thinking. You're oh. a beautiful man, Ian. Thank you so much. I'm going to cut you off. Bye-bye. Let's go to... We don't get many Waynes on the show. We've got one now. Hello, Wayne. Hello, Ian. What can we do for you? Right, several things. Um, I've been listening to you on two electrical gadgets. Oh, um, what? Com- yes, the ones what you talk to. Um, phone. <laughs> You're referring to a phone. Why are you being coy about saying the word phone? Say, or do you mean radio? 
Yes, I've listened on two. I've got two two electrical gadgets. What the children's bought me, and um, <laughs> <laughs> God, where are you going with this here? Please? I don't know. Where are uh, you going? Well, okay then. Uh, when I try to listen to you on Alexa, I get shindiggery. Now, what's that all about? Jeez, that's a podcast that I did at home when I was like, I did that about twelve years ago at home. It's very sweary. I was going to say. Um, very blasphemy. Uh, when you can't get the sound right, you're not afraid to say bollocks a lot. I, I, well, I've got a pair. I, 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 no, I and I'm proud of them. No, yeah. I, well, I say the C word on that as well. That's, uh, that was just like a little sort of pet project I did years ago just to kind of teach myself podcasting and um, to be a little bit avant-garde and it was just a fun thing to do about 12 years ago. But I don't know why you're getting... Hang on a minute, just be quiet. All right. Alexa, play talk radio. you got to ask for you. you got to go... Well, no, no. If you ask for me, that'll balls it up. You've got to ask for no, talk no, radio. Let me, Ian, let me tell uh, you what I say. Go on. To give me I think it doesn't work. I go, Alexa, Ian Lee, talk radio. Let it just come on in the living room now. Now it's giving me shindiggery. Yeah, you? well, don't play, Don't say my name. All right, then. Sorry. Well, I'm out. Uh, somebody will get to listen uh, to Between you. ten and one, you just say, Alexa, play talk radio. Yeah, but I will listen to you. Uh, I will be on talk radio at those times. Yes, I'm listening to Dan. Now I'm in another room and I've got another gadget where you have to say, hey, Google. Right? Hey, Google, <laughs> play talk radio. Yeah. But then I can listen to your podcast, but the elector won't let me listen to you. It'll only give me shindiggery. Okay. Then, oh, the other evening, I end up getting... Um, Drunk. The other radio station you used to work for. LBC. Yeah, and I thought, well, where's this, these podcasts taking me? Mm. Okay, I'm going to be honest, Wayne. Yeah. I don't care. I know, but I don't. <laughs> but I enjoy it. Well, then we're up there. What are we worrying about? <laughs> <laughs> just, I, Ian, I just can't work out why two electrical gadgets giving me two different Because podcasts. technology is not your friend. Wayne, technology oh, is a false god that we all kneel down before and praise uh -huh. when actually it does not help us, it does not make life any... Name, here we go, here's a challenge for you, right? Okay. Wayne, name what? one electrical gadget that makes life better. I bet you can't do it. Well, bet you can't do uh, it. You, uh, okay, then. One. Uh, Mark Wave. How does that make your life better? Because... It was bing bing and did is ready. Incorrect. It's killing you. Here's the thing. You know you're not supposed to put your head next to a microwave. Did you know that? No, I put the food in there. Yeah. Not me. You put your head not if you put your head next to a microwave, it will kill yeah. you. That's a fact. That's a is fact. Is that the same as a the phone then? Is that the same as a mobile phone? I got stuck to me in there then. I got told off not to not to these Distantly in the time ago. What is the sentence? I got told off recently, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> because I was at a petrol pump and I was on the telephone and I had the pump in and it wouldn't start and I'm clicking it, I'm clicking it and I turned to look at the window and the guy behind the counter was doing the, put your phone down. Yeah. Put your phone down. I went, what? I went, what did you say? Put your phone down. I went, why? He said, put your phone. I went in and said, why did you always do that? Oh, it's case it starts an explosion. I said, is this 1991? Are you thick? It doesn't. Yeah. I didn't say that. I went, oh, okay. It doesn't start explosions anymore. Wow. 
I had a, when I was a taxi driver, I what? had a customer and he had to put into a service station and he did it on the loud tannoid. How embarrassing was that? For the passengers in my cab. Could you say the word, what's the word for, for, you said it there beautifully and I talked over it. I just want to make sure I got your pronunciation correct. What's the word beginning with C, careful, for people who paid you when you were a taxi driver to drive you around? They are? Clients. N- no. Customers. 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 Well, I say customers. What? Oh, I'm from Lincolnshire. Customers. 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 Re- yes, I was once at the, oh, okay, I'll repeat it. I was once at a petrol station <laughs> and I had customers in my cab. What? Customers. Stop he laughing. Customers. He is, he's laughing, but I say that too. You proceed. Customers. Thank you, yes. Customers. 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 Stop it. Listen, I'm on first time caller. Don't give me that time. Oh, how long have you been listening for? Oh, I, I've, I've been a great fan of yours for many years and... Uh, I don't know what's happened to you recently, but you've really grown up there. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. You probably need some relief. Uh, Sorry, but, but Wayne, thank you very much indeed. I think oh, he was. Fl- yeah. I think he was flirting with me at the end in a very aggressive, grabby way. Yeah, it wasn't very romantic, was it? Grabby, grabby ball balls. Catherine, we're coming to the end of the show. It's oh, been a great what show. A shame. Oh, isn't it? Well, it is a shame. Well, it isn't a shame because Daryl Morris will be on soon, and he's okay. actually professional. That's great. But, but. Been a great show, and I'll tell yeah. you for why. I've ordered a birthday present for my sister from the kids. Mm. What other stories have you got? Give us, give us a short. Give us. I tell you what. Stephen give, King's off Facebook. Please be quiet. I while you're I, asking me. I want a funny one. I want us to go out. Sweaty robots. Oh, can, I, can I say something? I'm very, very sorry. I was disrespectful to you there. I was when? Ve- then. All the time. No, 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 no. I was very, very disrespectful to you then. And um, and I apologise for that. That was that was that was unfair. That was unnecessary, and that was that was unusual for me. So I take that back instantly, and I like, would like to apologise to you. Have you got a funny story to take us out on? Oh come on now! While I serenade. No, come on. I. Is always a very big deal to me. Do you ever regret saving someone's life? Us drinking some time from our daily routines only means that we care and we wanted to share for a while. Carol's coming. Jesus, mate. Time in. Time in. Time in. Well, Sorry, it's the third time I've heard it. He's dressed like this. will mean, this is such a niche reference. Yes. He's dressed like Dave Israel from 1999's <laughs> Love and Lead series. I had a jacket like that in about 1994. Okay. Except um, it was two tone, so the bits around this. It was a bomber jacket, yeah. so the the elasticated bit around there and around there. What would you call that? The collar and the. Oh, were black and the and the I rest like was, like was a dark green. Where's that jacket Funky from? Funky Gummies. Uh, I think it's I think it's a top man. I think it's a simple top man. Top, top, top man, man sleeves don't fit me. <laughs> they don't. I've got very long monkey arms. Yes, uh, you top do. Man sleeves, yeah. Can I see your arms? Just put your arms there. So this is like. Oh my god! Too long, long aren't they? Arms. That's ridiculous. I can reach you from here. That's so, ridiculous. So most shirts 
Sit there. I have to get shirts. If I want to get shirts, I have to go to Marx's. And they used to have a section extra inch that would, would do that. But they don't seem to do that online anymore. That's where your hands should be, though. Yeah. yeah. Your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, if, if, any, if any surgeons are listening who can remove, like, an inch... <laughs> oh, botch. They can do it. A fo- an inch I've of seen forearm. a bit of botch. I could probably do it myself. I would. Then, That's fine. Incredible. Let's do it. I could probably do one myself. I'll just put a pleat in. Okay. Fine. Thank I'm, you. I'm just absolutely fascinated by that. Oh, it's been... Uh, so, years ago, um... I used to be on TV, I don't know if you saw. Oh, did you? And um, when they couldn't get shirts to fit me, they used to, and I was wearing jackets, suit jackets, is they would cut the shirt <gasps> sleeves and have little straps that would extend it by an inch, meaning the shirts <laughs> like were completely useless. Arm suspenders. Yeah, they were completely useless <laughs> if I wasn't wearing a jacket. I looked like a... <laughs> That's a excellent. Knob, basically. Excellent. Oh, you, I like the way you've lent into it, though. You've earned it. It's oh, it's my body, Daryl, and I will do what the hell I want to do with it. You, I'm going to go to France to take some medicine because I like the way they dispense it there. Don't la chute. Don't la chute. Don't la chute. Wasn't he a comedian in the 70s, Donny Shoot? Anyway. <laughs> Excellent. Daryl, 58, 30, plenty of time. I'm saying nothing. You've got over 60 seconds. I don't need it. I don't need Ian. You're having it. I don't it. need it. Well, you, you complain about it. You I made really an don't official. Need it. You made an official complaint to Denny Morris and HR about <laughs> not getting it. So Take your time. I'm giving seconds. it to you. Uh, I'm very envious of your beard. I'm going to use a little bit of my time just to add, because I did a close shave. I've done a close shave. Saw that, yeah. My first close shave is uh, since probably been about 12, really. Um, <laughs> you used to shave, like, go and put um, your dad's shave foam on and then use a toothbrush. Did you ever used to do that? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, Fine. Fine. I did. Weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> My beard's getting very bushy, but I'm loving it. Looks good, though. Looks good. Uh, right, we're going to talk Extinction Rebellion after one. They are back. We're going to have the co-founder of Extinction Rebellion uh, on the show after one this morning. We're also going to talk about... The, you might have to indulge me here slightly, but we're going to speak to somebody about how to make the perfect Super Bowl commercial. I'm obsessed with that. This is my first show since the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I need to give some time you to you this. You've seen well, the uh, Groundhog Day. What, isn't that brilliant? Isn't that incredible? So How much have they pilled You know the guy that goes... Phil! He's, he's been on our show. Oh, he's kind yeah. of a friend of ours. He's yeah. so good. Amazing. Um, all right, well, that's all coming up next. Good. We're back tonight at 10. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Kath. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio.